Hello and welcome to another episode of The Dome Show, a gaming podcast. I'm your host, C-Dome, and in today's episode, I sit down with Matt, the creator behind PUBGLookup.com, my personal favorite stat tracking website for PUBG, where you can track your stats, player progression, host the leagues, join tournaments, and so much more. Now, even though I've known Matt for a number of years, this was actually the first chance that he and I ever did a phone or video call. So it was really fun getting to sit down and chat with him. I got to learn a bit about where he started in programming, where his passion came from. And of course, we got into the nitty gritty about PUBG Lookup, how to use it, what kind of stats it can track, and what kind of features he has planned for the coming months. If you're listening on your favorite podcast app, please be sure to leave it a thumbs up or a five-star review to let me know how I'm doing. Now, if you're watching this episode on the YouTube version, feel free to get down to the description and check any of the timestamps out for different chapters and topics that we discussed. And after the episode's finished, if you'd like to follow up with me or Matt on social media, all of those links will also be in the description. We're on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Discord. Thank you guys for listening and watching today's episode, and I hope you enjoy. Peace. What'd you get? Right, my bad. I, I've got a uh, Peach Crown and Sprite mixture here. All right. Yeah, I was on uh, I was on limited supplies, so I was like, I could vodka Sprite, which vodka's not, uh, you know, I'm a, like a beer guy, so, um, and then I have some gin, too. And I was <laughs> like, uh, none of this, none of this feels... Feels right. I got none a of bug it, in here. None of us hit in the spot. Dude, but, oh, I'm so glad you said about bugs. We got these goddamn millipedes at our house. <laughs> Bro, I, I'm not I'm not joking. They're fucking everywhere, man. Like what? I had to go and buy no, this uh, like, you know, spray stuff, and I went around the perimeter of the house, sprayed it all there, and I didn't get to spray the inside of the house yet, but like every time I turn around, like in a corner of a, the house or something, it's like a little spider. It's eating a millipede, like these little tiny ass, like small versions of a centipede. My wife obviously does not like that at all. Okay, so it's yeah. like, so it's not, yeah, it's not like the Jumanji. No, no, like, no, no. They're your, like, like the this long. Your body. No, yeah, they're yeah, like okay. this, but it's still, it's like disgusting. It's like a little goddamn, you know, bug crawling exactly. around your house. Yeah. And then it's all these freaking little, little legs and shit, like, bit of, bit of go everywhere. Yeah. Nothing should have that many feet. Why well, I don't, I why don't, does it have that many feet? Why do centipedes it, exist? No. Why they don't need to like so the ants Lord's mistake ants exist they have a purpose right bees have a purpose mosquitoes mm -hmm. don't okay so mosquitoes take, get take rid of mosquito, them mosquitoes ride out on the centipedes get <laughs> get rid of melts. them mosquitoes None. gone centipedes don't serve any purpose except maybe to mm -mm. eat birds and fishes there's and probably shit. some like ecologist or something that's like centipedes though are vital part of the ecosystem and you if guys are they assholes. weren't here we'd crumble this whole society would crumble yeah yeah they're like little do you know holding up <laughs> the pillars of the pillars of humanity centipedes you're out there just <laughs> desecrating them Speaking of drinks i had to make a choice i went into my freezer and i have a peach crown which is like kind of i've been like a i used to always drink vodka and like sprite growing up like yeah vodka red bull and it's like my, Growing my, up, my party yeah. year oh you, you know what i mean like well maybe you yeah, don't yeah, yeah. But my, my dad was an yeah, alcoholic yeah, yeah, yeah. so vodka was always like <laughs> readily available in the household and so like mm. you know at a young like 15 16 me and the friends would you know have a, not start drinking but we'd drink a little bit here and there it was oh, usually from south louisiana my dude I, I i know you know but like you know yeah <laughs> um 
so vodka and Sprite was like my thing. And then when I went, you started going to the clubs and that kind of stuff, vodka, Red Bull. And then I started getting into like Crown. And so now I'm on this uh, Crown and Sprite. And then I saw that they had vanilla Crown, uh, peach Crown, and they got a bunch of flavors of it. And so now I'm on peach Crown and Sprite. But one of my good buddies, uh, Matt Ifols, if you ever see him in chat, he got me um, Maker's Mark is uh the, the kind of drink he got me is like a, a house gift or something like that and i haven't tried it yet i was like should i try it i was like ah, i don't know if i'm gonna try it yet I, you know I don't, know, I don't know what to mix with it or if, if you're even supposed to mix it it might be like one of those things you drink straight i don't know you know yeah yeah see now you got the the whiskey guys are listening in they're like he's desecrating right <laughs> take all these specialized markets you're you're just really killing that's exactly what i'm thinking i was like man because if someone like <laughs> like is a, a connoisseur of those kind of alcohols they're gonna be like no bro you're not doing it right you know like yeah you know, yeah so well luckily i'm just rocking some grocery store wine so i don't think that's, anybody's gonna be too that's mad the about best that. kind I, yeah. but my wife and I, obviously she's pregnant, about to have the baby this week. So no drinking for her for a while, but we started getting into wine drinking, um, two years ago, maybe, maybe two and a half years ago. And like, mm -hmm. she used to hate it and now she's kind of warming up to it. And so we have like a random bottle of whatever, but anytime I buy wine, I like the cheapest, I'm like, what's one step above that? And I'll take that one, you know, like, whatever, like, like, I don't, I don't care at all about like the, you know, flavors like a, and shit. A, yeah. There's a legit psychological thing around that where they did these studies and they made like three tiers of stuff and they would just shift the prices around, not change the product. And everyone would buy the middle. Cause they're yeah. like, I don't want the shittiest one, but I'm not going right. to be an idiot and get the best one either. <laughs> yeah. You're so, not, you're not getting one like, over no me. Matter what, <laughs> they would just buy the middle. Like it didn't matter. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's funny. I used I to work at uh, at Best Buy um, as like one of my high school jobs, and then like into college. And um, when I worked there, I was you know sales associate or whatever. And one of the things they trained you on was this thing called uh, best, better, good. And like all the manufacturers know this, so they make products around this, and they make a best version of the TV. They make uh, a uh, better version and then a good version. And you as a shopper, you like. All right, I can't afford that that one, but I, I don't. Yeah. I'm not gonna get the cheap cheap. I'm gonna get the like one in the middle, like worst one. Right, like you always idiot. get like yeah, yeah. the one in the middle, yeah. like almost always. Yeah. So it's funny how it correlates to like wine and freaking food you buy and all that kind of stuff. So that's interesting. Yeah. So you're in the Baton Rouge area, right? I was just about to say you said you're South Louisiana, so I'm closer well, yeah, to New Orleans. You, okay, closer to New Orleans. Uh, you said uh. Best Buy. I worked at CompUSA, the one in Baton Rouge by that big mall. <laughs> Is that even still around? CompUSA? No, I don't. I think they. I think they tore it down as they should have a long time ago. They're gone, gone, uh, huh? Yeah. I don't think it's there anymore. It's been a minute since I've driven through. I haven't. I haven't seen one out here in Houston or anything. But <clears throat> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm actually in the about ten or fifteen minutes um, away from New Orleans and about forty-five minutes from Baton Rouge. That kind of give you an idea of like where in between I am. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I worked at Best Buy and before I worked at Best Buy, it was like a thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to work at um, Circuit City or, 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 Best Buy, or Best Buy, you know, it was like right, either, right. either or. And just when Circuit yeah, yeah. City was still a thing. Yeah, and so dorks. I was like, I want to, <laughs> man, I'm trying to sell computers to old people and uh. Right. And so I, I finally got like, I applied it like, how old was I? I want to say I started working at Subway, like my first ever like job job. 
like on payroll with like W2s and all that was at Subway. And I was at 15 years old. I got my worker's permit and I started working there. And then when I turned like 17, I think I applied at like Radio Shack and Best Buy and didn't get it. And then around the age of 18, <laughs> I was super Roasted bummed too because I, I was like, dude. I was super like, you know, into tech, into games and like, you know, very personable yeah, yeah. with people. So like, I want to go do that. Oh, come on. You were in and, there for the 40% off you knew you were going to get. Well, no, but I didn't know. I didn't know about that until I started, until oh, I actually got the job. to know about the purchase. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. wanted to be a tech I guy. really, I wanted to, be, yeah, yeah, I wanted to be around all this stuff, you know, because I was like, that'd be a fun job. And so yeah, lo and yeah. behold, they opened up a brand new store. And so like they needed to get a bunch of employees, this brand new store they built. And so um, I applied there and then long story short, got the job there. And I stayed there for like four and a half years. And to this day, I always say that was one of the, my best job, like the funnest jobs I ever had. It was like yeah. not laid back necessarily because they were very like numbers driven and stuff. Obviously it's a sales place. But like it was just a, it was a cool environment. Uh, you were around like the TVs and the games and the, all the the new stuff. If you're a, like a tech person like I am, like that was cool to be around that. And then you got all the vendor first looks. So you got all the prototypes coming in, and then you got the discounts on top of that, which are insane. The discounts are Man. absolutely insane. Man, I remember working at a. Uh... CompUSA and being and like the Bose market, like because Bose is just so marked up and the Bose discount was just astronomical. So like after a while I was in like college or I think I dropped out of college by that point. I just had like Bose shit everywhere for no reason. Cause it was like stupid you know, deals on it. Yeah. It was seriously like 80% off or something to, to get a whole like desktop system of Bose. Sounded good, but I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I got nothing against, I, I still have a, uh, Oak audio. No, I have, I have clips. Clips or Poke Audio? What do I have? I used to have Clips. I think my brother has that. I have a Poke Audio system in my living room, like the the traditional five speaker thing. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's what I got. from Best Buy. So this was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, whenever I was eight, eighteen. I, I'm thirty two now, so you know, you do the math. Like it's been there for a while, but we used to get dumb deals. And the the most egregious deal is accessories. Ever since oh. I worked there. I, I refuse my cables were like, bro, <laughs> they're yeah. ridiculous. I remember they were like $2 and they were like, like $130 for like the yep. super powerful speed. You like the monster gold. Cable, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And you'd get it for like five <laughs> bucks. And like in the back of your mind, when you're ringing a customer up, you're like, this is robbery, bro. Like this don't cost this much, you know? For sure. For sure. Oh, Dude, man. So much profit on those. Stupid so cables. much profit, man. I think that's where so many people like our age and dudes in general just like hoard cables. They're like, I remember paying like. You have your drawer? You have your drawer of all the cables? For this thing? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> this whole thing is like drawers. It's probably mostly cables. That's awesome, man. I have the same exact thing. And obviously, we, we just moved in uh, last October. So yeah. I, I did like a cleanse because my wife was like, babe, you don't need all these cables. I'm like, you don't understand. One day I'm going to need them and yeah, I'm yeah, not going to have them. You know? And so yeah, I had like the exact same conversation the other day. I, I kept a bunch of them like zip tied and made it clean and wrapped them up, you know, but like they're just sitting there collecting dust. But yeah. every now and then I do have to go in there and get one. And I'm like, ha, sure, like sure. I knew I needed this thing. I'm telling you the day you throw it away. The That's when you need it. You'd be like, uh, where's that mini HDMI I held on to <laughs> yeah. for seven years? I can't think of the name of the goddamn cable. It's like a, 
a USB type something. It's like one of those weird curved USB. It's not like a type C. It's not like a type A. It's just weird USB cable that only some like chargers and old phones use. Every now yeah, and then yeah. I need one of those and I'm like, thank goodness I freaking got that the dang cable mini, there. Like the square one? Like yeah. It's it has, square and like curvy? But it has like a little yeah, curve on one of the ends or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I have to use that for some lights and I was looking for it the other day. I was like, <laughs> come on, man. I have a thousand cables. I can't find this thing. Right. Did you hear about, are you an iPhone or Android user? Do you care? Uh, I don't. I'm an iPhone user. I don't care. I mean, I'm not like yeah, like a, like a fan, fanboy or whatever. You know, yeah, like okay, yeah, whatever, whatever people use. So I've been like on iPhone for I've had like Blackberries and stuff in the past, and then around like mm-hmm. iPhone five, I guess I jumped on board, and I've had iPhones ever since. But I've learned recently that the newer iPhones they're talking about getting rid of the Lightning port and going yeah, to USB Type C, or yeah bypassing type c and going wireless only like what wireless charging only i mean and i'm like man why why doesn't everything just use type c at this point everything made going forward should use type c like i read uh this is probably what i I read that the like european union or something is trying to like force or or regulate or standardize uh you know devices to have you to run off usb-c oh force it on apple too. I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's like a, uh, economy that we're, you know, we're just dumping cables into every, everybody has a different cable or we're right. just dumping cables into landfills or something, or, or if it's a consumer protection thing, I don't know. At this point, lightning cables are ubiquitous. Like I've never, I, I can't tell you how many, I don't think I could count on my hands how many times that's the wrong analogy. I can't count more than one or two times where I couldn't find a lightning cable like anywhere. Like none of my friends had one or anything. I mean, they're everywhere, but. But they only are used for iPhones. Uh, yeah. Right, well, like iPhones, iPads. Of, no, the, uh, yeah, they have a few things. It's all silly, but like the headphones, you know, I've got like wireless Oh, that's right. Keyboards. My wife has the freaking uh, a- Apple EarPods and it uses a lightning. Yes, that, that I just was using that at the gym. And I'm like, why the hell is this a lightning cable and not a type C? Okay. All, so they all, all use are, that. Oh, wow. Okay. All of these are lightning. Uh, I mean, even if you have an Apple TV, the little remote, it charges lightning now. So come on, know, man. <laughs> and, but every single one of these gets a cable, right? So I've got yeah. 2000 light, you know, I'm never going to run out of kit. So to me, it doesn't matter. I understand. Right? I, I mean, I don't even know if I understand the argument. I don't really care. Uh, I guess I could carry one cable around to charge lots of different stuff. Well, that would be the argument. Yeah, you have one that type of argument. cable for everything. Yeah. But am I? Yeah, I think that, I mean, sure, that's fair enough. Because uh, USB-C goes both ways. I'm not really, ch- well, a lot of times I want to charge more than one thing at the same time anyway, so then I'm carrying multiple cables anyhow, so I don't know. Okay, uh, yeah, true. Yeah, USB-C does go both, but goes both ways, cool. Like uh, on, on the computer, like they now have USB Type-C connections to charge stuff on there yeah and so if your device has usb then you only need mail to mail usb and then you know you're easy peasy not having to get like a lightning to usb a or lightning to usb c or whatever you know for sure for sure no i get that too yeah i'm at this i guess my only thing at this point is that it's ubiquitous so i always have one but and i don't uh, you know it doesn't really bother me but i carry around yeah i carry on usb c for my laptop charging and I carry around 
a couple lightning cables for charging a few things. So yeah, it would be nice to streamline it. I guess it's just never been like a friction point for me and I've never yeah. really cared that I had to carry one more cable because I'm probably carrying multiple, you know, more than you one are. cable anyways. You are, yeah, so, yeah, you are. But it would, it would be nice eventually if one cable ruled them all, so to say. But yeah, it, it's probably a pipe I dream. I hope they do it. I mean, I hope they, I hope they do it. But at this point, it'd almost just be a hassle because I, then I have because you have to replace both. all the cables that. You... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Then I have, well, now I have to have both. Like, if I want to charge my headphones anywhere, well, these are these are wireless, so I would take wireless. I mean, I'm I'm set up to be everything wireless. So. Do you think cool it charges too. fast enough? For how I use it, yeah. I mean, I just put it like mine lasts all day, and then I put it on when I sleep. And then if I'm in the car, I'm charging the whole time anyhow, too. So, uh, I don't like for my personal use case, I totally understand everybody that would have like hassles with it and everything. But my personal use case is fine, I would be fine with just all wireless. And they sell, you know, the, like the uh, magnetic wireless portable battery packs, and all yes, that now too. yes, so, yes. You know, you're just adding accessory, you're just paying into the machine, but. Right. Um, They're going to get their money. No question about it. They're going to get it one way or another. <laughs> They're yeah, going to get their money. Of, yeah, it doesn't matter how they, you know, they could probably charge. If they took, man, y'all want to talk about, if they took the ports off and they were like, now you have to pay for a wireless charger too, that's like $80 or something, you know. Right. Because not everyone has wireless chargers. Everyone has a USB power brick, but not everyone has a wireless charger at the house. Not a whole lot. I, I would venture to say most people don't have one. I mean, yeah, probably cheap. don't you can get them cheap, cheap. You can get them about as cheap as a cable these days, you know, and they work fine. But but they yeah, only yeah, charge like slow. one device at a time. They're slow. Like they're I can't slow. tell you how many times I've like I've been like in a pinch. had like low battery because I didn't get to charge it the night before or, or whatever. I was too lazy to charge it. And I could just mm -hmm. pop it on like the high speed charger for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, boom, I'm juiced up. You know, I'm, I'm ready to go yeah, the rest yeah, of the yeah. day or something. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I don't think Apple's going to remove that port entirely until they have a full ecosystem of everything being wireless. Well, they removed I, the I uh, no the no headphone idea. jack. Well, they had a full ecosystem of, 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 of you know, wireless headphones already at that point. Oh, like, I, okay. Point, you know, yeah, like, yeah, I see you what you're saying. You can wirelessly charge your... The same thing, like the keyboard or the mouse pad or you know, oh, certain things you can't charge. That's so you right. You have to have cables for like half of their ecosystem, and then you don't have to have cables for the other. That's half. right. Because because I think a huge part of their marketing is going to be like we're wireless everything. You know how they were pushing that for a little yes. while. Yes. 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 That's like, I, I didn't like think they about would have that. To bring a lot of the rest of their. What am I sliding on? Dog bones, Archer. What kind of dogs uh, you got? Oh, he's just, it's just one. He's a mutt. He's, he's, I don't know what he is. He's a little, he's a little. <laughs> it's just so Come here. Hey, buddy. He's not interested. I'll get him over here in a little bit. All but, right. um, he's a mutt. He's like a Brendel 25 pound guy. Okay. Come here. Hey, come see, bud. He's under the, he's sleeping under the. It's like, dad, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging I, out. I like all sorts of, yeah, I have all sorts of deaths in here and he's got his bed like, tucked away under one he doesn't like coming out so what you got a little uh, office setup going on there yeah yeah i work from home <clears throat> um I, I don't know i get some music gear and some mainly this is where i play PUBG and everything so what do you dabble with got, on music gear monitors and everything you said you got the opposite of the guitars behind you like do you do other instruments or is oh, it just yeah, guitars got, uh well i have like a keyboard setup over there uh that i'll record with every now and then and then under that lamp is a big, uh, you know what an orange cabinet is? Does that, does that ring? Nope. 
shred of metal. Ever seen like a like a rock band on stage and their actual speakers are the color orange? Yeah. Like yes. 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 So I those are those are the brand name is orange and that's okay. it. So like a cabinet of speakers is typically just four. You know, it can be any number of speakers. There's typically like four speakers in a cabinet, and then you plug an amplifier into that. So it's just the sound output. Okay. Uh, and that's so that's like a road case for that big speaker. Um, I got I don't know. I've got amps under this and that amp, and I got stuff everywhere. I need to sell some things. Anybody want some music gear? <laughs> Hit us up. <laughs> do you uh yeah. do you ever record stuff like? with the hopes of putting it out in the wild or is it just like a personal like just for fun kind of thing yeah 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 just for fun okay okay uh, i was in bands in uh high school like like everybody who ever had a guitar in high school was right um and then i was in a band sort of in college so i dropped out of college to join this band kind of i originally did all of their I did their website and their t-shirt designs and uh i want to say i did an album cover or two uh their band their posters and stuff like that and then i went on tour with them and i sold merch and i did kind of like uh a sort of tour management not really it was more like a merch guy lights did lights during the show and stuff and okay that, because i played guitar knew all the parts and everything their bass player ended up quitting so i played bass for him for two or three tours um so yeah I, i've just like accumulated gear over time and now i can't play it and it's just embarrassing like people are kind of think i can actually play any of stuff <laughs> wait do you ever um like do you have uh friends or or acquaintances that will do shows in your town and do you go and like sub for some of their people sometimes like do you no, play at all no, like that no. okay no no all right no 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 i mean i have you know like i've got buddies that are still in it and uh if they're in town i'll go you know see them and stuff like that and mm -hmm. some of the you know at our age right if you're still doing it you're, you're either big or it's just a hyper just a hobby you know hobby yeah thing. yeah yeah so i've got so i've got buddies that are opening for you know big name acts and stuff like that now but um they man they stuck with they do they just grind it's probably like any industry you know probably similar to streaming or something you just grind and grind and grind and some people make it some people don't but yeah either I way it's a grind i feel like the music industry is on another level because the cost of entry is way higher than the cost of entry for streaming or youtube like all i need literally to bare bones it is a webcam a cheap microphone headset and like a computer like that's it I feel like the music yeah. industry, you need like friends, you need band members, you need the equipment, the gear, the transportation, you need all that, you yeah, know? I don't, I don't know. It's a similar thing. So I have a buddy, um, there's like this painting down here. Uh, I have a buddy who's like this multi-talented, like artist guy, super creative. He plays a ton of guitar and he, and he's, and he's a, he sings and, and all of that, but he doesn't play drums, but now you can you know essentially have like an artificial intelligence drummer in your oh in your yeah so like if you, can, if you can just record a cool riff and put it in, and you know run it into your system so really all you have to have is a guitar and a computer i mean you don't even have to have an amp now you can plug your guitar straight into your computer oh, and your computer shit. will pre-process everything so you've got distortion you've got delay you've got psycho psychedelic uh type effects you know so 
you can get any effect. You can get a oh. baseline written for you. You can get drums written for you. You can you can type out the drums. So like on that keyboard, I play mostly drums on it. On and the keyboard. Can... Yeah, yeah. So it's just like a MIDI. You know, you ever seen people like with the with like the square like Ableton MIDI pad? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what the MIDI pad is. Imagine imagine that was just a keyboard and you mapped everything to a keyboard and like your snares. Ah, okay, so okay. You can, play, you can play like that and and like, you know, loop things and compose things together. So you don't have to play you don't have to like turn 10 fingers into, you know, a full body drum kit, but Right. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I I didn't you, I didn't even think about the software part of it, how much that has probably revolutionized the creation of music. That's that's a great point. Yeah. So you, well, you really don't a, need that much now. No, you don't need you don't even need a guitar. I swear to God, I've made some of the cooler things that I thought I made that were cool that are like aren't cool, but like for me, on an iPad <laughs> and cool. just uh on GarageBand, like legitimately on an iPad on GarageBand, you can like strum a fake guitar. You can play a cello, you can do all this and you can make some cool, I mean, you can make some cool stuff, you know, like a movie score type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, it's, it's wild. I mean, if you, I feel like with technology these days, if there's anything you want to do, there's, there's a cheap Avenue into it somehow. I I remember, man, it was, uh, God, it's probably more than 10 years ago now, but the, the the answer to everything used to be i bet there's an app for that like whenever you and a buddy would be talking about something you'd be like i bet there's an app for that like oh yeah and like there really is like an app for that and that like for everything oh, like for anything sure. you want there's an app for it like i think so i think there is it's, it's freaking nuts man how much tech like you know obviously the wife and i are gonna have our, our baby girl in a couple of days she's due uh we go on wednesday night to get induced and so you, you start thinking so about things a bit different you're like yeah, like when she's like 15 like what's the world gonna be like like yeah, what, what is yeah. she gonna have access to it's just like oh man it's just, it's, it's crazy man do, do you have any kids or, or, or no 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 kids uh that's man solo you, solo dola right now no i uh my girlfriend is in louisiana long time long time serious girlfriend oh that's right that's uh, right yeah i remember you saying that okay yeah, so she's still in Louisiana, so I travel quite a bit uh, in and out. You know, we kind of cycle in and out. Hopefully, we'll get her over here pretty soon. Uh, so you're not coming back to here? No, not. I mean, not now. Okay, okay. You know? the, the, the goal is you to know? get her out? Yeah, the goal is to get her out here, um, you know, but... I mean, like nothing's off the table, right? You know, we'll, we'll, we're, we kind of go with the flow. So, you know, if life brings us back to Louisiana one day. You know, <laughs> I understand. I understand. She's we, been we, there all life. So she loves it. So, you know, family's there, we both b- born Louisiana. and raised that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. We both love Louisiana. I think she'd stay there forever. She could, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a, it's not a bad state at all, but I, the wife and no, I, I have definitely it. talked about like, where would we go if if we moved? You know, what would we do yeah. if we moved out? Yeah, yeah. I just want to experience different different things, and you know, you know, move around, figure out where things are stable. It's crazy. I don't know, I don't know what I'm talking about. No, you, you, you're 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 onto something. You're onto something because I think a lot of people share that same sentiment, and it's it's one of those things where this is going to sound very cliche, but you don't know until you know. And so, if you're like a hometown person. Who have never lived outside of their hometown city or state you don't really know how different life is in other states and other cultures because it really does change like the culture of like small town arkansas 
is 180 from like San Diego, California. And it's like not even comparable. But if you never oh, knew yeah. that, you know, like you just don't know. And then, and you start, it's a big thing is when I'm thinking about raising kids, you know, it's, you really start to think about what would I like my, my children surrounded by and what kind of influences do I want them to have? All that kind of stuff, you know, like my dad's side of the family is from California, uh, from Northern California. And so I've been there many, many times, stayed there for long periods of time. And for the longest time, I thought I was going to move there eventually. But then I met my wife and, you know, we, we got together. So we end up staying here and she's born and raised here, would hate to leave. But now that Stella's almost here, she's kind of been mm -hmm. more open to like, OK, maybe in a couple of years we might entertain like Texas or, or something, something a little bit different than, than South Louisiana. So I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Man. Yeah, it's, uh, I moved out to. New York for a minute. I lived in uh, Southern California for a minute and the, you know, the, the Chicago or I didn't live in Chicago, but I spent quite a bit of time in Chicago for a little while. And uh, man, people are different everywhere. I don't know. Uh, it, it would be a shame to, I don't know, not see what's out there. Yeah. To know? not experience it. And like, if there's one thing from, let me take a, excuse me, let me take a week of vacation to the beach. Like you don't really get to experience the lifestyle of like what it is to live every day there because you're at the beach, yeah. you're, at, you're in vacation mode, you know, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. different vibe yeah. you don't get when you're not living there, you know, like yeah. for a couple of, I mean, you're familiar with hurricanes and having to evacuate and that kind of stuff. I remember for Katrina, we had to evacuate and we bounced around, man. We went to like Florida for like a, a number of days. We went to Alabama for a number of days. We went to South Tennessee, we went to like we're all over the place, all over the place. And so like just that one event at like, I think I was 15 at the time, 15 or 16, is like you just see like, oh wow, like life is a lot different in a lot of other places. It's not all just like yeah, the same, yeah. you know, the same hometown vibe. And so- Yeah, even in the South too. Yeah, dude, the yeah. South is just such a wacky region. It really is, man. It's like- It really every, is. There's every type of person, but a, but a Northerner down here, it's it, weird. They call New Orleans, you know, the the melting pot, and it, and it re it really is because if you like spend some time in New Orleans, like downtown New Orleans, there really is like every ethnicity, every race, like everybody just kind of blended yeah. together, and so you, you really get a unique vibe. Where I've been to, I don't know how many states, a lot of states, and I've been out of the country a couple of times, and no place has really had that same like that same welcoming vibe that new Orleans has. And obviously it's, it has its bad side. It's like one of the, it was at one point, one of the highest crime rates like in the country. And like, I'm sure it's still top five or whatever. Like it's not great, but if you yeah. get to experience the good part of it, man, it can be some of the best, you know? And like, you don't get yeah, that no, everywhere else. Sure. I, I have a ton of friends that, uh, that, you know, still, still live in new Orleans, um, full blown, you know, families and all that in new Orleans. New Orleans is phenomenal. New Orleans is such a wild and unique place, man. It's uh, never been, go to New Orleans. Yeah, if you have an excuse to go, and like really honestly, as per, as a person who's lived here my whole life, I always tell people, you have a bachelor party or you're looking for like a weekend away with the girls or the boy, like it is a fun place to be. Like it, you really yeah. can't have a better time, you know, like just with all the, the parties and the music and the festivals there's, there's always something going on you know there's a crawfish yeah, festival there's a gator <laughs> festival it's like you, you think yeah. of it they've got an excuse to make a festival out of it you know and it's a big oh, for you sure. know it's a big deal and you can't not like this is a lot of people are probably gonna like 
be like, what the hell when I say this? But you you probably know of it. Uh, do you remember Red Dress Run? Yeah, yeah. So Still like, going, right? Yeah, well, they haven't since COVID. They haven't done it, right, I, I right. think, in a while. But for those who are listening and don't know, there is a thing called White Linen Night where it's um like everyone dresses up in all white linen. So shorts or pants or shirts or dresses or whatever. But it's all white clothing. And it really is like it, a lot of people go downtown New Orleans and look at all these art galleries and these like little music uh, band festivals and stuff. And it's just like an excuse to get out and party or whatever. Then the, is it the day after White Linen Night? Then it's a red dress run. And basically everyone wears red, preferably red dresses, guys, girls, whatever. Like you're wearing red clothes, red dresses, whatever. And some people uh, go to do like the, um, the, the run. It's like a marathon run for like the money raises for like charity and that kind of stuff. And other people go downtown and just party, but everyone wears all these crazy red, like dresses and skirts and hulas and whatever the, you, you got, you put it on and you're shoulder to shoulder in bourbon street for like from nine in the morning to maybe 5am the next day. And like, you're just partying all day long and it's, is super fun but now that i've got like 32 i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna be doing that ever again you know but it's one of those things where like if you're here just for a vacation it's a great event to like be a part of because it's just wacky like you said like it's just one of these weird weird things that you don't see anywhere else yeah it's a super trip and lafayette um you familiar with lafayette yeah 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 lafayette lafayette's the same way it's Man, if they figure out a way to have a festival, they're going to have a festival. 100%. Yeah, Mardi Gras is a great time to be down here and all that kind of stuff, man. Um, so uh, switching gears a little bit, you mentioned, because obviously you were listening and probably like, what the hell are we talking about? I thought this is going to be about PUBG Live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, man, we start? And I forget people are listening to this, too. Yeah, so they're not going to get the visual vibe. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're just vibing, man. We're good. We're, we're chilling. So, um, so it's an entertainment hour. Yes. Yes. Let's, let's entertain. <laughs> let's get to know each other. So PUBG lookup, you, you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier when you did the band tour that you did like their website and stuff, you mm-hmm. obviously fast forward to today, you have this fantastic tool, this website that allows for like console players, PC players, whatever to track like everything that they want to track about PUBG, like all kinds of stuff. And we'll go into the details later, but before you got to that point, how did you get into like the web design, web development? Did you go to school for this or is this like on the, on the side, something fun that you did? Like what was the process there? Uh, it's kind of an, an amalgamation of everything. Um, when I was, I want to say 15 is when I made my first website. So Teen. man, that's, Whoa. that's 21 years ago. Yeah. Um, I made my cousin's band's website. I was in high school. And uh, that's just the first one I remember. I don't think I clearly remember saying like, this is the, this is what I, you know, like this is what I'm into. Um, And that's early internet days, you know, for, for listeners out home. uh, Yeah. There's no like godaddy.com. Like you can't just like. 21 years ago is, is a, is a while ago in, um, in internet terms. So yeah, there's no Squarespace, uh, yeah. none, none of that no, shit. Like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I, you know, there was, it's like geo cities and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I did, I, I kind of got into it then that was gonna, that was the first kind of 
flavor of it. And then I was playing this um, PC game. It was this first-person shooter called America's Army back then. Man, it must have been... Army. America's Army, yeah. It must have been early, early 2000s. Okay, I, I don't remember that one. Let's go. Let's go. Oh one, oh two. Okay. I don't know. I'm tempted. I'm tempted to look it up. I'm gonna look it up right now as we're chatting. Go ahead. Yeah, America's Army. It's probably some some like sniper in the name was a later uh, was a later installment. October first, twenty fifteen. That's not right, huh? No, that's way too late. Okay. I, I swear to God, this was just straight up army propaganda. I'm pretty sure the <laughs> army. I, I'm not even joking. I'm pretty sure the army like made the game to be. America's, Ar America's Army. Oh, July 4th, 2002 was the release date. July 4th? Are you kidding me? No, I'm telling you, it was it was propaganda. 100%. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure the like the US military like paid to to have it made. And then they had a special forces release or something. And it was really fun. They had clans, they had they had all that all that type of stuff. Wow. You could run your own servers. So then I got into running my own server and then I ran my own clan. Okay, okay. You know, so then I made a website about this, and so I don't know. I kind of, I kind of just stuck with it, and then um, in high school, I took programming courses. My actual, the actual only programming courses I ever took were in high school, um, and then in college, I, I originally went for graphic design. I was gonna do, I was gonna be more okay. design focused. Um, uh, a long story short, wasn't, wasn't super into it for various reasons you know I, I was focused on i went to lsu so it was um a lot of non-design oriented stuff it's a lot of you know to take this biology class take this english lit class yes take, you know yes. stuff like that that i that i just wasn't particularly interested in. i was like this isn't going to help me uh, i don't know you know rebellious kid type type stuff or whatever so i dropped out um and did the band thing. And then I signed up to go to Brooklyn College in their computer science program, moved to Brooklyn. Long story short, fell through, ended up in Houston. And uh, I had I, I essentially self-taught programmer. So um, got my first salary job in, salary job for programming in 2008, nine, 2009. Uh, and then I've been doing doing that ever since. <laughs> so you went to school for basically two courses, which didn't teach you much. It taught you that you didn't want to do all the other bullshit. You wanted to do just programming and just like the design part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And then you self-taught for the, the rest of that and then got your first get. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so did you ever have to do like, well, obviously you did, but like what kind of continuing education courses? So for people at home who were like, man, I, I've always wanted to do web design or graphic design or whatever. Like what avenues did you take to really like harness, harness your skills after that? Like once you started doing it on your own? Um, man, it's a tough, it's a, it's a tough industry to kind of explain you. My, a lot of people have different avenues to how they, how they either fall in love with it or it's just a job or, or whatever. For me, I felt it's like a big passion of mine. I really enjoy the problem solving aspect of it. So I just never stopped. It's like a, you know, like the lock picking lawyer. Have you ever seen that guy on YouTube? No. You never, you never heard of that? Never heard of it. He's, I, I think he is an actual lawyer, but he picks locks on YouTube. He's a huge following and he, and he never shows his face. And anyway, so he just picks locks on YouTube and he's like, he never like shows his bad. face. 
Yeah, and he's like the best. He did a TED talk, and he hides his face in the TED talk because he's he's you know he's real private. Um, Three point nine million he, subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, the lock picking yeah, yeah, lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's he's a thing. So, but he just likes picking locks, and and he's like the best at it. Um, I don't know if he's actually the best at it, but he, no, he's, he's the good, best. You know. He's certified yeah, the best. He's, yeah. he's certainly <laughs> the best. Uh, but um, it was kind of like that for me, where I was just super super into it. Like I'm still into it today. I do it for fun. So I always just wanted to know what was what was coming up, um, and it's been cool to be in in kind of my age bracket for this for the internet because I remember before the internet, I remember the internet coming up, and I remember and I know now. So one of the main things about this kind of profession is you have to know what to filter out. I mean, there's a new thing every day, with, right? Uh, with the way the web's moving and, and technologies on the web and libraries and, and um, different resources and tools and even languages. Uh, so you have to kind of know what to filter out, what you should and shouldn't focus on and what things you should and shouldn't learn. And you kind of hit a point where the tools, you know, are, are just tools and you have a kind of a palette to work with of, of various different things. So, um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. I think I got COVID, COVID brain. It's uh, <laughs> all good. <laughs> yeah, for those who are the, listening, he's he's getting over COVID. He's stuck it out for this interview to, through COVID. <laughs> the soldier. Uh, but yeah, no, I, 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 the way I, what did I do down the line for anybody else interested? I just fell in love with it. So I built stuff all the time. I built stuff for myself. I mean, that's how PUBG Lookup came around. I was just building something for myself. I started playing PUBG. I realized they had an API. I'm very familiar with working with APIs. Uh, I build APIs. What does API stand for? Too, for those APIs. listening, uh, application programming interface. So PUBG is one of the rare ones that puts out a, uh, an API, and it's kind of all right. So I love that PUBG put out the API. I absolutely love the API. It's given me the opportunity to build this and have so much fun with it, and meet people and 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 talk with people like you. Uh, but the API is weak, dude, and it's really blocked a lot of people, I think, from getting in. It's it, uh, the, the API is kind of like a race car, right? It's great if you know how to use it, but it's it's tough to get into because you have to have a certain amount of resources. So what they application programming interface essentially lets you take data from one system to another system, right? So okay. how how can I how can I pull data from PUBG and put it into a website? So you have to bottle up data into a format that multiple different systems and different programming languages can can parse. So a, a pretty standard lately in the in the world of the internet format is called JSON, uh, J S O N. It's an acronym, JavaScript, JavaScript object notation, and that's how you you kind of send packets of data to and from different applications. Is you'll You'll take, let's say, uh, let's say I have an Excel spreadsheet of data. Okay. You can turn that into what's what's called a JSON object, and uh, it'll be a representation of that Excel spreadsheet in this JavaScript object notation, and that's what you can send over the internet to another piece of software. And that software, almost every um, uh, programming language nowadays can decode JSON, JavaScript object notation. So you can send information back and forth that way. You can store information that way. You can think about it as kind of a human readable uh, database. Okay. 
tech guys don't don't mess with me on this. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to you got to you got to dumb it down for someone like me who knows nothing no, about programming. Not, no, it's not dumbing it down, but it's just taking it to the early the kind of early accessible concepts. Um So so you so, saw that PUBG has this available API. When PUBG did the gears start clicking that you were like, "Hmm, I can oh, I can instantly. take this." I mean, immediately as soon as I saw that they had an API. So I originally watched it so I would I I would, I'm working all day every day and I would watch Chaco Taco play PUBG. RIP the Chaco Taco and PUBG. You saw he just uninstalled, huh? Oh, I can't talk about it. I mean, uh, I'm sure he'll be back, but I mean. Ah. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? More power to the guy. I hope he, hope he has continued success. Oh, of course. Wish well. him nothing but the best. And I'm sure he's going to dominate whatever new platforming game he goes to, like he always does. Right now he's on Apex, but uh, he's, he's a blast to watch no matter what he's streaming. <laughs> Yeah, man, we'll we'll see what he does. Uh, you know, maybe maybe he'll come back. I don't know. I, don't I know. hope he I does. Don't how, I, don't, he does. I don't know how you play games. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how anybody does it for that long, all day, all the time. Maybe it, maybe well, it takes that game. You know, like it's kind of like programmer for me. I'm super into it. Most people can't understand how I consider a computer and program. Yeah. Gamers, gamer brain, gamer brain. You got you, you got it, so you do it. But man, it's a crazy. hobby at one point, and then it jumps the the gun over to okay. Now it's a it's a job. Like it's a hobby for me still yeah. because I don't rely on Twitch or YouTube to support yeah, my family. You know, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Like one day it might be, and then things might change. But like right now, it's I I, I thoroughly enjoy doing it. Like this is not something that we're gonna make any money from, but it's fun to do. You know, it's like I yeah, want yeah, to yeah. do it. But someone like Chaco has been playing PUBG since 2017. Yeah, you know, that's five years. And with a game eight that hours a day, eight, oh, at least eight oh hours a God. day. Yeah, and like then the frustration just kind of builds up. And so you can you can understand how someone in his position would be like, you know what, I got to take a mental break away from this game. Enough's enough, you know. Enough's enough. Well, I think he he will he won't hear this, but if he ever heard, I think he's probably thinking in his head, I can't play it. Like I can't physically like, you know, cannot. Yeah. Like it's crashing. I can't play it. Yeah. Like whether I want to or not. Is one thing. <laughs> right. You know, but it's like, I, I can't even. It was the it straw right that now, broke so. the camel's back. This is like his, his excuse, to, not excuse, but like, like his reason to be like, okay, that's it. Like I've been wanting to try out new stuff. Let me try new yeah. stuff. You know, he's been talking, he's been talking, you know, about moving to something else for so long. That, I, I think everyone you know, should, man. Everyone should, you know, I think he's, he's probably said this before. I mean, he is at the place where he can kind of go wherever he wants. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Do no. whatever he wants. Yeah. He'll, he'll be successful. He'll probably retire. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, who, who knows how much money he's made or makes. But, I mean, yeah. I, I hope he's, he's done well enough for himself where he can. But, like, I think he's at part of the size, too, where there's this weird, like, if you're a streamer with, like, say, 100 to 200 viewers, but you only stream one game, you're in a really dangerous place place where if you do make the jump you're going to lose 50 60 percent of your viewers going to a completely new game like potentially and that that can be a huge hit but if you have four to five thousand viewers you might still lose that same percentage maybe a little bit less because you're this bigger known person but you have more sustainability going to that new platform so like someone in his position go to apex he's going to be fine Fortnite, whatever he does he's gonna be fine but you know, if like, if I were to do it, like going from 30 viewers, you know, to like four viewers, you can't support yourself. Like if you theoretically were supporting yourself on that, you couldn't do that, you know? So like, thankfully yeah. he's in a position where he can, but a lot of people aren't. 
Yeah, I mean, he, he's doing fine, dude. He's got to be doing fine financially. I don't think there's any, I, you know, I hope he's, I hope he's enjoying what he's doing because I don't think he, I don't think. Well, it, a, if you watch him like on Apex and stuff, sorry to me to cut you off. If you watch him like when he's streaming, Ape, it, it looks like he's having a ton of fun now. You know, like not that he wasn't having fun on PUBG before, but you can you can tell like the the vibe difference when you got like a brand new game, something you're into, you're getting better at. Like there's a different flow of energy versus like all right, let me sign on and wreck some kids and like, oh, the game crashed. Oh, you know, like, yeah, there's a different flow, you know? So, I mean, I'm happy yeah. for him. I wish him nothing but the best. Yeah, agreed. <clears throat> so agreed. back to back to PUBG Lookup. So you got the idea. Obviously, you, are, you already knew how to do this. You saw the API. You love playing PUBG. You love watching Choco, Choco Taco play PUBG. You go, you know what? I can make something really cool. Did you decide to make a website for everybody at first? Or was this like a little small passion thing? You're like, let me see what I can dribble down from this for me. Yeah, it was me and my buddy that still play PUBG. Um, him and I play and uh, I, I just made it for myself. You know, I was trying and man, in the early days of PUBG, nobody knew how to do it on controller. No one knew how to you know, what was kind of, what, what to focus on to make you better, what, what the, you know, how to, how to handle recoil, how to handle rotations, how to handle any of stuff. Yeah. It was all different on controller for whatever reason. I mean, maybe not rotations, but you know, the meta is dramatically different. It's remember, way different. Remember that early meta where the cars were oh, just it's toxic. Every, every metal circle was like, God, it was toxic. Cars, you know? Um, cause people couldn't, figure out how to handle the controller. So I was like, man, I want to, I want to take all this data and make some stuff. Uh, and I did it just for myself. I didn't, I didn't know what to name it. I didn't have a URL. I didn't have any of that. So it uh -huh. was never intended to be for anything other than myself. And then, um, shout out to whoever made, um, man, what was it called? PUBG detective. I want to say, uh, there's PUBG detective. It was an early, early one. <clears throat> I don't think it's still around. Let's see. I know PUBG uh, data mine, PUBG detective. Let me see. I don't think it's still around. Um, PUBG, I, I'm for oh, sure. Wait, hold on. Oh, no, it's not around. Updated two years and four months ago. No, not around. Oh. Uh, so that there was a dude that made PUBG detective. And it was, um, you know, I just knew I, I, I wanted to make one, I wanted to make one with the skill set that I had, you know, similar to that. I wanted to show more right. data, more data and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I found that I found the API and then the thing that I was mentioning about the API and the whole JavaScript object notation, the whole JSON thing and all that is that the API gives you a little bit of data early on. So meaning I can request uh, your season statistics. Mm -hmm. I can request your lifetime statistics with an asterisk. Uh, I can request your a, a list of the IDs of your recent matches, and then I can request information on individual matches. But the information you get back is like overview information. So if you go to a match report on PUBG Lookup, the the if you're on your computer, the top left window where it's kind of the match overview, that's essentially the data you get from the API. And then from PUBG, it, it says, 
here's a place where you can download essentially a record of every single thing that happened in a match. So every single player, where they moved, what they picked up, what they dropped, where they shot, how often they, who they shot, what they shot, how many times they shot, what, what they used, did they walk, did they, or not walk, run, uh, did they swim, did they drive, did they, so everything that players do mm-hmm. is tracked. Each player is tracked to that level. So a hundred different play. forget bots. Let's just act like there's all players. Right. So a hundred players have all of that information tracked from the, you know, opened parachute, landed, landed, vaulted, yeah. everything. And then there's game stuff that is not related to a player. So when a care package drops, when the circle changes, when it starts closing, when it stops closing, when a new position's picked, um, red zones, those types of things are all kind of map slash environment things. And then there's player things. So you can download uh, essentially a document like this and it's a huge, a huge document. I don't have one in front of me, but it's hundreds of thousands of lines. If you broke it out into individual mm-hmm. lines of, of activity throughout the whole match. So the challenge with the PUBG API is you have to know how to, deal with that file to get all the information out that I display. Yeah. You so make I it punch. sound very confusing when you just said all that, but when I'm on your website right now, it's very intuitive to what I'm looking for, to what information channels there are, what little columns and row, like everything's like, Oh, I want to look at my weapon stats for that game. Let me click here. Yeah. I want to look at how was my accuracy, my like time, like all that's very well thought out and organized on your website. Yeah, well, it's been really fun because it's essentially just this huge well of information, right? How, you know, you can think of, if you had every little piece of information from <clears> the <throat> game that you could reasonably have, what would you show? Well, you know, and then it's, and then it's just, God. you know, the programming knowledge to be able to like compile all that together. Right. right? The, only, the only like leg up that I have, I mean, I think anybody could probably do this it, if I sat with you for an hour and I was like, here's what kind of what it looks like, you would you would probably be able to get into, I don't know, a Google spreadsheet or something and like and like create something similar, honestly. Well, maybe not something similar, maybe something that slightly something resembles you know, the, guy, uh, <laughs> the, the skill skilled ID. You know what I'm talking? Yes. About? Yeah, um, yeah. Skilled ID. Yeah, yeah. He, he pulls in he pulls in all that stuff and he processes. It. I don't know exactly how he does it, but he. I think he processes through like Google documents or Google spreadsheets or something. He pulls in those big files and processes them that way. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, okay. You know, I'm sure he's got some background in, in um, processing things like that, but right. Yeah. It doesn't take, you know, it doesn't, he, I don't think he wrote, you know, code and things like that. I think, or, or a, a whole lot of code, you know, like on the same degree that mine's essentially all code. I think he pulls things in, aggregates a lot of stuff his stuff's really cool his stuff's really cool so what like are you the only person who's developing this website have you had any outside help or is this just like on the weekends on your nights off like whatever you just you just grind this stuff out yourself yeah man uh just me wow because i remember like the the way i think i got really introduced to you was 
I think I used your website first and then we used it for the OGC tournaments back in the day. I I think it, like I used it first, we're chatting about That's it. That's right. And then it was like, oh, I can do tournament. Like you were like, oh, I can do tournament stats and stuff because you saw yeah, me I running think I tournaments. Built a lot of that for you. For the, yeah, for the yeah, OGC yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, because like uh, for those who, who are listening and don't know, back when I started on console, <clears throat> I and a couple of buddies of mine ran uh, a tournament group called OGC. And we would run, you know, console tournaments like every weekend or every other weekend. And a big struggle as a tournament host and as the organizer was how do we tra track this. everyone's stats properly? Because like, you know, you got to give uptime or real time updates to like the viewers and the players and where everyone's standing. And like, because these matches or the tournaments only last for like three hours. It's not like a PUBG esports where it's like a whole weekend of events. It's like, no, it, we got to get everything done like now in like a three hour window. And I remember you were like, man, I bet I can build something like really useful that you could use that you could like have all the player names in. Cause I was like legit on Excel. I was like typing in each player name and it had to be the right yeah, spelling were, and all that shit. Were, I think you were legitimately having people take screenshots of their end, end of the screen. end screen. Yeah. Like it was very rudimentary, very, very rudimentary. And you were like, listen, I can, I can probably put something together really, really well. And then like <laughs> fast forward to today, you have a tournament section on the top of your website where you can host tournaments and you can like have all the stuff dribbled down easy peasy, all the player names imported. Like it, it, it's super, super intuitive. And, uh, uh, 3,184 tournaments, 3,184 tournaments have been hosted on using your, uh, website using pubglookup.com. Yeah, that's a that's a probably a vast overstatement though. I would say a lot of people create tournaments just to see what it is. Oh, and don't actually yeah, yeah, it. okay. I would even I would say seventy percent of know, that, like 40 percent, probably actually ran. Oh, for, okay. Maybe. Well, all right, whatever. Call it fifteen hundred people have or fifteen hundred tournaments have been used. That's still a heck of a lot of tournaments. And yeah, I think it's probably fifteen hundred. It's super useful because it, it helps the hosts, it helps the players, and it helps the viewers when they can just hit like exclamation leaderboard in the chat and then boom, they have a link to the active leaderboard of like kills, deaths, assists, point, like all that stuff. You know, it was super, super cool to have that available, um, you know, to me at the time as a tournament host. I mean, you've always, mm -hmm. you've always been super open about like what you're capabilities are like what like yeah i don't know if i can do that let me see and like a couple weeks later you get back to me like listen i got this shit figured out let's check it out like it you know <laughs> like you very rarely were like no we can't do that you know like you just you kind of just figured it out like i don't know it's, it's been super cool and <clears throat> that brings me to my next thing is for those who are listening you may already be aware but PUBG does not have a standardized leaderboard like it did when it first came out 2017 2018 and for some reason they got rid of it and it was one of the best features of PUBG because the average player could see where they ranked in the global or regional leaderboard against their friends and other players and it was like this really cool thing to play for if you cared about that you could see how you are against your your closest friends and then how you are against the uh, global leaderboards and they deleted it they got rid of it as i said enough people weren't using it well whatever the case was well now matt over at pubglookup.com has a uh, league section in the top of the uh the website and I'll, I'll overlay this um 
on the video for those who are watching it on YouTube, but you can go to open seasons. And right now we're in console and PC season three, and you allow up to 500 total players. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, yes. So right now it's 500 and it was lower before. So you were able to increase it to 500 at some point. And so what you can do is go to the, you can go to view leaderboards and you can join solo duo or squads. And then once you click join and your name is registered in there, the, the website will track all of your games, your stats and all that kind of stuff automatically for you. you don't have to do anything else. You just click join and then you can go back and hit view leaderboard at any given moment and it'll pull up a list of the top 500 people who are registered and have joined that leaderboard. And you can see where you, where you link up. So like you can see who's the top three, the top 10, it gives you kill points, rank points, wins, player kills. And all of this is for the casual mode in PUBG. You do not have to play PUBG ranked to get this stuff tracked, which is the really cool and attractive part is that it's it's open to everybody. You don't have to be a sweat in PUBG to really get access to it. So I thought that was really cool that you did that. And I wanted to do a, a YouTube video on it, but I figured I'm gonna have you on, like, let's, let's talk about it. So where did the league thing come from? Was that something that someone asked you for or you your, yourself were like, man, let's, let's develop this missing feature that people really want? Well, yeah, nobody asked. Nobody asked me for it. I mean, I think people were putting out into the PUBG world that they wanted a leaderboard. You know, you'd look on any of yeah. their boards and they'd, they'd say, bring the leaderboards back. So I think people were asking, you know, the PUBG gods for a leaderboard. Um, <laughs> I don't know if people expected, or if even I expected that a leaderboard would really even be possible. I mean, there's so many challenges with figuring out a leaderboard um in i guess there are it seems simple now but when i was working on it it, it seemed really hard at then uh but with bots in place it's like how do you what do you you know there's oh, so many yeah. variables yeah. of what makes a bot you know you, takes take the skill element out of the game you know somebody somebody facing 100 percent, 99 percent bots for somebody you know facing zero percent bots is a is a drastic difference so um yeah i just kind of thought there were a few things that i was doing already that made me say oh this is this is definitely possible so the way that i was processing and assigning points for tournaments um I was like, okay, well, I can do that. I can scan a match and assign points. So I know that that's possible. I just have to figure out the parameters for what's going to, what's going to, you know, count as a point earning points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing was, uh, tracking matches constantly. So right now how PUBG lookup works is like, like, let's say C Dome goes and looks at his, profile for the first time ever he's never looked at his profile mm -hmm. my the pubg lookup system is going to make a request to the pubg lookup api and say do you can you find a player named this and if they can they'll return that information to me and then i store that player in my database and now i've got the every player has a unique account id 
So if you change your profile name or whatever, you still have the same account ID. So um, I'll get your account ID and your player name, and then I give you a player slug, which is just like the URL version of your name, um, and make you know then make requests for players after that. So what I needed to figure out how to, or not necessarily figure out how to do, I just had to do it was uh, figure out how frequently I wanted to make a request to the PUBG API servers to see if you, there is a new game that you have played mm -hmm. that CDOM has played. And then I need to process that game and store the information and then wait until you've played another game and then process that game, store the next information. Right. So the reason the early leaderboards were at, you know, 200 or so is because if you've got 200 for each leaderboard, then you've got 1200 total possible people. And now every 10 minutes, I am making 1,200 requests to the PUBG API uh, as quickly as quickly as so the 10 minute mark hits and I'm making 1,200 API requests to the PUBG API. Yeah. And waiting for all that response. And then my server has to take your gigantic match files that I was talking about right. and process that. So for me to every 10 minutes process 1,200 people is take, takes a bigger computer and, a, and every web server is just a computer, you know, in a, in a server room somewhere. Right. Um, so then I needed a bigger computer, a bigger server, server yeah. to process more things. So, uh, now we're at 500. So theoretically we could have 6,000 players. Is that right? No. Yes. Well, you have solo 3,000 players. Yeah. So 3,000 players every 10 minutes being processed. And that's just for console. You know, there's PC also. Right. So, uh, the server strain was the main issue at the beginning. And then also I needed to figure out a way to, to make, instead of 3000 requests, how can I make fewer requests? Uh, so figured out a few ways to kind of do some tricky stuff, which leads to some limitations, but you know, it's, kind of, it's, a, it's always a give and take. Sure. Um, so yeah, so I had a couple other features in there. And one of the things that I discontinued after a while was I was doing this thing called community analytics, air quotes, um, where I would just randomly sample uh, matches that people were looking at. And I would look at where were the hot drop zones, what was the most popular weapon, uh, you know, average kills per match, how many matches were, you know, uh, what was the map distribution over, you know, a large subset of people. But that got really tricky to maintain with map changes and um, the PUBG terms of services is, is not super tricky. It's actually really, it's a pretty fair one in my opinion. I mean, they're a publicly traded company and to you know they limit you from mining things to try to get a concept of how big the player like a like a true number of what the player base is yeah it's against the terms of service to try to do that which theoretically you could that's interesting uh, it's again oh they want you to not it's do against that a, yeah it's against the terms of service to make like blanket uh um assumptions about like the whole player base so mm -hmm. Uh, when I was doing the community analytics at the very top, I had this huge red banner section that said like, this is, this is a very small subset. This does not indicate, you know, this does not represent the whole player base. Right. Cause people would look at it and they would say, you processed 5,000 matches in, in two hours. Like, 
you know, this game's dead, and they would say stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, no, okay, okay. I see, I'm only yeah. processing like some. Like this is not. This is a. This is an absolute minor fraction of what's being played. That's my uh, favorite comment when people say this game's dead on social media. Like when they they'll watch my YouTube video, which is only PUBG, by the way. Like my channel's almost only PUBG. Yeah, and like this game's dead. PUBG. Like what are you doing watching this? <laughs> like what do you mean? You know. Dude, no, people are like deep in thick and like the PUBG console, like you know, threads that aren't popular, and they're commenting "dead game." So right? Like, what are you doing here? Give me one second to change like, my battery. One sec. I feel like PUBG is yeah, like they're Bitcoin. Like, like the media they, has they got they got the dead. free time to go and yeah. sift through a, a quote unquote dead game just to comment yeah. that you're like it's like okay, man, okay. It's like, all right, then let it be dead. I don't understand the dead game. Right, then go 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 play Call of Duty or whatever you want to go play. Like like, you know, like like cool. Like the the whole concept of dead game never made sense to me too. Because like, yeah, you could go on Twitch and look at like the viewer count of a game and be like, oh wow, the game's dead. But like, if people are still playing and enjoying it, like that's all that on it ultimately matters. As long as you can get into the game, get a match, and play, that's all that really matters. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, they're, I think Halo 3 queues pop right now. Like, Oh, actually, I think they just, didn't they just take Halo 3 servers down for good? Like, I think that no, was a very, do re- that yeah, me, I right? think it was exactly. a very recent. I say that. No, hold on. I, the, the Halo 3. <laughs> uh, What's I think, Fat Rat gonna do, man? Well, so they, yeah, goodbye Halo 3. It's the end of an era. As of January 13th, servers shut down for Halo 3, but... They still have Halo Master Chief Collection going, which can't you play Halo 3 on that? Halo Master Chief Collection, uh, oh, play man. Halo 3. I thought for sure you could play Halo 3 on the, oh, they shut down the multiplayer version of Halo 3 servers. Okay, <clears throat> so of course you can still play Halo 3 campaign through the Master right. Chief Collection, but yeah, I think the, the multiplayer is now done. But I mean, they have four, uh, five, and infinite. Like, it's like, yeah, you know, they have a reason to it's not like PUBG has a PUBG two, three, four, five, you know, they're keeping the old one alive. Yeah. No, but you know, to your point, if if you can get in and play the game, then get in and play the game, man. Which it, it's kind not, of a, not dead if you can play. What if you can't? What if you're in a region that the player kind of so low that when you join, you get twenty players and eighty bots? Is this still the oh, same game? Dude. Is is it can you, you can you say it's still the same you know same experience? I exclusively play doubles, duos, Good. doubles, duos with uh my buddy in Australia. Oh is SEA region, right? O C E. O C E, okay. What's S E A? And uh S uh um What the hell is S E A? I don't know. Where did I get S E A from? SEA is a region. Uh, South, oh, Southeast Asia, untouchable. Of Southeast course, Asia. of course, it's Southeast, Southeast Asia. Asia. Yeah, the goddamn acronym. Yeah, I don't get. It. I don't get All a right. whole. I don't get a whole lot of English. Isn't super prominent out there, and I don't have multilingual on. on I do get a lot of Japanese uh, traffic. Interestingly, oh, on the website. Um, okay, interesting. Yeah, but uh, I I pretty much play exclusively duos in on Australian servers. So I'm rocking like a 200 ping, but we'll play. See. I am I am the, I am such a minority. I don't mind bots at all. Bots don't bug me. I'm not I'm not good. I'm in to have a good time and 
whatever we get on 200 ping dude i'm getting roasted by right. anybody so i don't mind playing against bots but yeah we'll play we'll play 90 percent bots on the regular no all the time no yeah all the time that doesn't time. that doesn't get under your skin at all uh it used to to a little bit but now me and my buddy just play it like to to keep in touch like just to, to hang fun, out with you know? each other yeah for sure i mean we we like the game and we're you know and it's kind of fun when we're all in the same re like we see the same names over and over and right like right you you just get down to the last six or ten and then you take it seriously. And then... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's all right. You Man, know, I, dude. <sighs> bots have bots have never really bothered me. I mean, they're maybe that's an maybe that's a bit of an unfair. Bots have not bothered me the way it would bother somebody that's like really good at the game. I mean, I'm not very good at the game. Okay. It's it's for fun. It's really just for fun. Um, I mean, I'm uh, maybe I just think I'm not good at the game because I'm getting smoked on the 200 ping. But that's um, definitely not helping. <laughs> that's definitely no, not helping. No, it's not helping anything. No, it's uh, we 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 have a lot of fun with it. It's not a competitive thing, but we've played consistently since I don't know 2018. You met this friend on PUBG, or y'all were friends before that? No, no, we worked we worked together. He's my homie. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. So this is a, a long-standing friendship, and y'all just extended yeah, to PUBG. Yeah, I've I've known him for. I mean, I've known him in real life for. Uh, ooh. I don't know. It might be might be might be around ten years, maybe something okay. like that. Okay, uh, so a real good friend. Yeah, and we've worked <clears throat> we've worked together since. He's gonna kill me. Twenty sixteen or seventeen. You don't remember uh, the first day we started working together? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, God and, damn it, uh, Matt. Yeah, and I hired him. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like the thing with boss man is just like a, as a player who I, I guess I would consider myself a uh, a better than average player. I sure. I I don't dislike bots. I feel like they do have a purpose and a reason for the game. I feel like new players or casual players should have no reason to be forced into a lobby of players like me that are like driving around sweating like like you know really like quote unquote fragging out you know like it, that can be very know. annoying as a new player or a casual player sure but i see this is something i've been wanting to say for so long i'm like i don't have a i don't have a medium for this like you're the spirit of the game is you're one per let's say, let's call it solos. You're dropping in one person against 99 other players. Mm -hmm. That's a, all, all things equal. That's a 1% chance of winning people that are people that are pissed that they're not winning all the time or people that are pissed that the, you can ask PUBG this PUBG. If you, if you know someone to talk to a PUBG, PUBG will tell you this, the majority of players, especially before, especially before bots, the vast majority. It was something like eighty percent of players never got a chicken dinner. Never eighty percent. It was a. It's a huge number. It's a huge number. But you got to keep in mind those are people that played Whoa. one time and never played again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those are people that played ten times, never <clears> played again. I mean, how many games did it take you, especially early when there were no bots? How many games did it take you to win? Oh, one. When's it when you? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
thought you were serious. No, I was like, man, no. you're going to just I, I, crush I, all of my points. I'm so I honestly don't remember when my first chicken dinner was. It definitely wasn't soon. I remember like a month or maybe, no, a few months ago before the game went free to play or right, right around that time. Oh, it was when the game went free to play. The servers were down. There, on my stream, I pulled up old first recorded footage of me playing PUBG on console. This is like late 27, I guess late 2018 or early 2018, whatever it was on console, early access. And it was dog, I was dog water. Like it was everybody, everybody <laughs> is single fire. Everybody's prone. It was only TPP. FVP wasn't even uh -huh. available. Like, so definitely took me a while to get, to get a win for sure. For sure. It did. Oh dude, I was playing on my living room TV. Like oh, I bought yeah. a monitor. I bought an extra <clears throat> Xbox. I bought a monitor. I did all this stuff for, for PUBG. I was playing on my living room TV, and I remember I went to the middle of the circle on Erangel, uh, laid down, and we just waited. <laughs> I think I, I, I just I came in third place. I had to change my clothes. I was sweating through everything. <laughs> it was a mess. Yeah, no, fell fell in love with the game, and, and but we play it. You know, we play it very, very casually. So it's kind of interesting because, like, tournaments. I have no interest in playing tournaments, but I built the whole tournaments. That was one of the that was one of the uh, most time-consuming features. Uh, league. I'm not even a part of the league. I have a private <laughs> league for me and my buddy. Nice. I have a private one for me and my buddy. Nice. Uh, uh, and I'm going to release private leagues pretty soon, where people will be able to create their own leagues, and you can add your own. So I could do people like a, a C-Dome league and like only people who I let into my league can compare stats with each other? Yeah, so we're going to do, yeah, yeah, basically exactly that where you'll have a leaderboard of, you know, only your community uh, and you as the owner, you'll be able to um, potentially add, potentially add, but you'll definitely be able to remove and ban people if you need to. And then you can password protect the sign-on screen. So oh. you know, one of the ideas is like people that are part of your Patreon or something like that. You can give them all the password and then you've got your Patreon leaderboard. That's or cool, man. That's super cool. I like that idea. So, and, and then, uh, you know, I have so many ideas that I want to do, but down the line, you know, maybe we'll do different types of scoring systems where there's a super aggressive leaderboard that's kills matter more than anything else. Right. Uh, you know, a survival leaderboard, a damage where damage and assist come into play and, you know, different, different levels of ranking, but I think I'll probably keep, I think next season we'll probably revert back to 30 matches per, uh, per leaderboard, but, uh, that'll probably be the classic scoring mode. Right now, and how then, many matches are on the leaderboard? Right now for season three, it's your, your best 50. Count. Best 50 count. Okay. And then in the best but, 50, what stats are being tracked and attributed to the leaderboard? So for, well, I, I track a number of different stats. So you can see things like how many bots you killed, how many actual players you killed. Right. Uh, time of lives. You had right? wins. Points, time yep. alive, that type of stuff. Um, but as far as the points that count, it's uh, one point per kill. And then there's a range from first to 10th place where you'll earn points. So first place gets 10 points. Second place gets, forget my own rules here. 
it's like a tiered level like basically how esports is yeah, how first, if you're... Pla first place 10 points second place seven third six fourth four five fifth place is three points six and seventh are two eighth ninth and tenth are one one point and then 11th up is zero points. zero gotcha okay um so there's placement for first through tenth and then there's placement for player kills bot kills don't count at all um and then from season two onward i put in an update where if you are in a match of 80 to 90 percent bots then your placement points get reduced by 50 percent so uh what was happening is some players would and i don't think anyone is necessarily gaming the system like what a silly you know maybe people have too much time on their hands but what a silly thing to do to game the pubg lookup leaderboards but right um what people would do is either play in regions like i do where i'm only playing against bots mm -hmm. um they wouldn't get any kill points but they would come in first place way more often and they would get a lot of placement points gotcha okay so so that's to kind of mitigate the the super high bot rate where it's almost intentional um and then if it's 90 or plus above bots then it's 66 percent reduction and then if the map is haven your placement points are reduced by 50 percent. so your kill points always count as one if it's a player okay but your placement points based on certain advantageous conditions in just the the maps um and bot counts you would get placement points reduced so that's how it's set up now and it'll track you know you'll get points for each match that you play and your best 50 matches count okay so um in the future in the past it was 30 and i think in the future we're going to do 30 again but yeah that's essentially how it works now and so far it's been pretty smooth i think it i think it accomplishes a few things it takes bots out of the equation to the best we can so far yep and uh, something that I think it does well, uh, different from ranked, is that it'll, it, one, the scoring is easy to understand. Like with ranked and, and weapon mastery and stuff, you have this concept of defeats. Right. Defeats get different points for or knocks and that kind of stuff. And, yeah. I think the scoring in the PUBG lookup leagues is really easy to understand. And that's been something I've been reluctant to change. Um, it's got to be really easy to understand. Otherwise, I constantly get customer support type emails where it's like why didn't i get these points for this map and, and stuff like that people um, are people are actually emailing you about like their specific matches and like hey i didn't see that i got points for this kill or something all the time wow wow all the time all the time uh and i'll have to explain it um there was one one time where i had a back and forth with a guy and uh or a girl i don't know um non-binary whatever gotcha and um I just don't know who it was and uh they it turned out it was a bug in in the PUBG api how they returned data long story short the the mat it was all the all the scoring was processed correctly but the the player didn't understand how the points happened based on certain things that were being displayed yeah it's interesting yeah there's a ton of customer support that goes on so so making it making it very easy to understand how you're getting points and how you can calculate points yourself is super important for me as far as how much time I'm spending answering DMs and stuff right. like that. Do you have um, like a, a Q and A on the actual league set? Like, uh, I, don't, I don't see it. Like on the right side, that says leaderboard overview. It might be useful to put like a little box that just says like 
these are the points and how they're calculated. Just something like super simple that like the layman person yeah. can just read and go, oh, okay, I get it. Like, you know, uh, I or they're not put a emailing you about that shit or something, you know? Yeah, I need to put a link directly on like the leaderboards, but if you click on league, um, the, the rules top, and scoring thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. the, that's where the most of the information is, but you, you lose the link to the rules if you click into a leaderboard season gotcha so yeah this breaks it down right here. here yeah if you have a link to that yeah this yeah this breaks it down exactly yeah okay so yeah, they, that, you've that already thought there. about that already thought about that yeah, so well, <clears throat> what about some new features coming to PUBG lookup you mentioned earlier that you have a ton of new things that you're like thinking of or kind of toying with what is somewhere like the top three that you're eager to try out or eager to tackle man I'm always thinking of stuff. I think I, I think I tried to take some notes of this. Okay. Uh, before we were talking, but um, what, hmm, what I would like to add, you know, this is, it, it's tough to talk about some of these things because who knows what I'll ever have the time to sure. actually do. Well, right? just so, know that anything you say now is going to contractually um yeah you know, put you yeah you have to do it now so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um what i would like to do well one for for the for the league i have a few things that i'd really like to do for league and i've, I've started some of it uh i would like to have badges like award badges for uh placement and certain achievement uh, achievement badges for things that happen in the league. Okay. So, you know, if you come in first place, you'll have a first place badge, most kills, most matches played, you know, different badges for different things. And then if you, if anybody looks at your player profile at all, inside or outside of the league, uh, it'll show those badges. So you have something to kind of earn outside of just rank. And cause right now it just goes away. Like you can't look at old seasons and right. build that out. Uh, there's no, like you win and then it just goes away and i'm sure it's really deflating for a lot of people um so i i would like to have some sort of long-standing recognition of how you've done in leagues okay that's um, cool that's one like a, like achievement awards that's one and then two uh if there's enough of the user base i would like to break leagues into divisions so Somebody like a god who just destroys all the time versus like a me, we shouldn't be in the same division. To, yeah, okay, I got you. Okay. This ties me into, oh, I'm going to test my mute abilities. It's working. It's working. My man. Um, so, but I'll, I'll dive back into it because I'm, I'm conflicted on divisions anyway, but I would like to do divisions where it's, you know, there's kind of a gold division and a silver and a bronze or something like that. Is that something that um, you would determine though? Like who's in what division well, or the compete, player? You would compete and climb. So like, like the top oh. 50 from the previous leaderboard would get, would be able to climb into a division and you'd have to stay in the top 50. To, gotcha. You know, gotcha. Something, okay. something like that or based on points, you know, if you're in the, if you're in the top 50%, of point scores than you than you get in or something like that mm -hmm. um so divisions i would like to do achievements i would like to do uh and that's that's just league oriented uh i did have the opportunity to do rewards and and like 
like actual monetary, you know, um, winnings for first through fourth place uh, through a third party. Oh, you and got you up, got sponsored for the leagues? Uh, not really sponsored. Uh, somebody reached out and said that they would like to offer rewards. Okay. Um, and I said no. Because, oh, well, right. I said I'd think about it, uh, but that brings it. I'm a I'm a one man show doing it for free. Right. So it brings in a whole lot of hassle when you've got a monetary reward on the side. Yeah. You know, people people are going to cheat. People are going to come out of the woodwork. People are going to complain. Now there's something to win. And if, you know, the guy in fifth place who's missing fourth place by one point looks through all his matches and finds some discrepancy, now I've got this whole thing I'm spending my weekend on yep. and all that. Um, and, and, I, and I think it would shift the uh the perception of the leagues i really like that it's fun it's, it is just for fun yes um you know you don't have to pay to join you don't have to you know there's nothing there's nothing on the line but fun just and, it's just a hobby just something fun to do with your friends or yeah. against other equally skilled players hopefully yeah. like yeah i, I remember and when i was hosting a oh, good no 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 but I was going to say, what I remember when I was hosting the tournaments, I was very reluctant to ever make it pay to enter, number one. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. number two, we, we tried um, rewards on a number of the tournaments. We tried cash prizes. I even had people reach out and offer to sponsor, you know, here's a couple hundred bucks or here's some gift cards or whatever. And we did those. But I remember every time we did those, there was always, always, always chat filled with this person's cheating or DMs with oh, this person to look at this, like all that kind of crap. I said, you know what? No more. The only rewards I ever did, I, I, I try to get uh, unique with it. And I, I only bought, I bought and sent PUBG merchandise. So like little bobblehead PUBG guys or t-shirts or mugs, like something that had like zero monetary value, you know? I was like, this yeah. is your, if you win this, I'll, I'll give me your address and I'll send this to you as a reward. But like that the $25 limit, that's it. You know, like nothing crazy. Cause yeah, yeah, it, yeah. as soon as you bring money into it, man, dude, it just, I Oh, I hate it. I hate like, it. I hate it. Yeah. So yeah. And it's super, it's super frustrating because you know, the, the people that reached out, like, it's cool. Like it's a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice of them to offer that. And it would be, Oh, it's, it, it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, and it's really, it's, it's a cool thing. It's really fun. Like it could, it should be really fun. It should be a no brainer, but it's like, <clears throat> you know, I don't have, and maybe I should recruit like the same way you guys have like mods or something like maybe I should recruit people to start answering questions or something, but, um, I don't know. It went against, you know, it's a hobby for me. I don't make a whole bunch of money off of it. I pay quite a bit into it. Yeah, I'm sure um, the servers and stuff aren't cheap that you have to keep the you know keep it no, running. No, yeah, they're not, and they fluctuate too. You know, depending on how popular PUBG is at the time, and right? How popular a, a, a feature I I have out there is at at the time and stuff like that. So, no, it's not particularly cheap. You know, it's not like a I'm not losing money on it, but it's you know it's not like my job. Right. right? Uh, I like understand. A, I understand exactly what you're saying. Trust me. So, yeah, so, uh, I really enjoy it. You know, it's definitely a hobby. So uh, the minute, 
it becomes not fun. Like why, you know, why, why would I, do yeah, it? you why started would I do it, it right? for fun. So, so that, that's where my concern went to is like, you know, the same thing with tournaments. I've always had the opportunity to run turn like on my own Twitch or like, you know, maybe I could have reached out to you and try to partner with you and you and you and me do a, do a, do a tournament. We thing can still do that. Th we can still do that. But that feels like work. Oh, well, then me. we're not doing it then. We're not. That's what I'm saying. Then it, then, it starts, then it starts feeling like work. It doesn't feel like fun. It feels right. like people, people pissed off that they, you know, their game crashed and you didn't yeah. have the rules to account for that. So I'll hate it. I was it. like, you know, then it's not fun anymore. So why do it? So fair enough. Yeah. Fair so enough. I've, I've really, I've really tried to keep it, uh, more fun, man. I'm going off on tangents. No, um, you're good, dude. We're, we're chilling. We're chilling. I'm, I'm liking where we're going. But the, uh, so the feature that I really want to build now, and I'm, and I'm like, damn, I'm late to the game. I could have done this, could have done this a long time ago is similar to what I have to do right now for league. So for league, I have to track every game you play. Mm -hmm. As soon as you, as soon as you join you're you get added onto a list of, players that i'm tracking every 10 minutes i check if you have two new games because it's unlikely that you've played three games in 10 minutes and if you've played three games in 10 minutes it's unlikely that any of those games matter in the in the league scoring so i check right. two new matches every 10 minutes uh and what i'd like to do is set that up outside of a league scenario where i can track stuff that people have asked me to track over time forever like uh I think I think it was uh, God that gave me this idea, but he was like, "What if we did a hundred game rolling like score?" Okay. So essentially, your the score that you get for league would be like your player score, and you have a hundred game rolling cycle, and that's your that's your PUBG lookup ranking. And now, and so you can sign up for it and I can sign up for it and everybody can sign up for it. And now we've got a, we've got a leaderboard sort of, that's just a forever ranking amalgamation of what it's, it's kind of like weapon mastery, but a running forever leaderboard, if that makes sense. Like it would always like, take my top 100. Is that, that, that the idea? Well, I, kind of the early idea i don't know let's let's talk about the idea okay um, but it's you know what and maybe god has some different ideas but this is kind of what spurred it on is there's you know assign points to a match similar to what we're doing for league right now okay uh every every match gets a point value based on right now you know it's kills and placement mm -hmm. but maybe we have maybe we have a more elaborate algorithm that determines skill and you get assigned a point to it so it's you know let's say it's kills placement distance traveled shots fired things like that okay. accuracy um accuracy. and each okay. match gets assigned a point uh, a, a point value and then you have 100 matches that all have a point value you take the average of that and that's your that's your pubg lookup score um and you could track that over time. And now, because I'm tracking all this data, I can show you information that I can't show you with the information that I can get from PUBG. So like PUBG, I can look at, I think it's 50 matches and or up to 13 days, I think, of data. Okay. So if you played a match a month ago, I don't have that and I can't find it. There's nothing I can do about that. Uh, 
if you played a hundred matches this week, I can't look at match 60. Maybe mm. I can, I don't quote me on this, but don't, don't record this for the internet. Quote it and, and put um, it out there. Don't put it on a podcast. <laughs> uh, the, so I can only pull certain bit, bits of information, but if I store that information long-term, now I can start showing you like a good example that everybody looks at is the, is the map frequency, map rotation, your personal map yes. rotation. Right yes, now, yes, I think, yes. I think I show 30 now, maybe it's 50. I have to change it based on how, how many people are active on the site. I'm looking now, um, 30. So I'm showing 30 recent matches, but if I was tracking you long-term, I could show 200, I could show 500, mm-hmm. I could show whatever. Um, you know, there's, there's information that I can show you that I can definitively track long-term and you can have like a rolling skill chart of, am I getting better? How am I doing? Stuff like that. Yeah. So that's kind of like the long-term goal is I'd like to do sort of a premium subscription based model on that. Because the reason I don't do it now is I can't afford the server. I'm not, I'm not willing to lose money. I'm not willing to pay. I'm not willing to lose money to run PUBG lookup. Sure. I'm not necessarily trying to make a bunch of money, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely not willing to lose money. Um, so it would probably be like a very small paid. It would have to be a very small paid service to, to do that kind of processing for everybody all the time, every day. Um, yeah, it'd be be like a premium league. I think that could be be really cool. Yeah. That's the thing people most ask me about. What, what gun do I use most on Vikindi? What, what, is my favorite gun uh over time you know what is my accuracy with the shot uh, shotguns a stupid example but you know what i'm saying right right people ask people very ask specific that information, things like very granular stuff that i can't do with the information i have now or i can't feasibly do and not lose money and have you ever I know you mentioned talking to Andy for those who are listening. Andy is one of the community uh, managers for the console side of Xbox or uh, PUBG rather a super cool guy. And I know you said you've been in contact with him before. Have you been in contact with like any of the actual developers? Like, do they see the, the crazy stuff you've been doing at the site and go, God, why don't we have something like that? Or how can we bring you in to like help us with anything for our, our system they ever reach out or do you reach out to them for that um yes and no so i don't reach out to them um but maybe i have a, maybe i have a few times but never never like you know asking for anything like a lot of times i'll reach out asking questions about what certain information means or something like that uh i did talk to brian corrigan a few times before, before he left yep. before he left yeah he was man he was he unbelievably supportive guy just such a, a, a truly intelligent guy i mean you could tell like some Agreed. people that you talk to you can just tell are like super smart um very intelligent guy really cared about you know i i'm just a random dude for all for all he knows and um very very kind so yeah i talked to him uh, a few times he was instrumental in getting me my creator code, which I, I, I super appreciate because the creator code still isn't even available to most people, unless you are a streamer, um, or make like YouTube content. Yeah. So, I didn't get it until I was a you know PUBG partner. And then I was doing YouTube stuff way before I was a PUBG partner. Yeah. 
yeah he literally had to like like do that himself i mean i think he had to like call somebody um and and get me that creator code so that was very very kind of him yes um that's a creator code PUBG lookup on the creator code program in PUBG's ui if you're listening and you're wondering what that is that's a free way that you can support matt on his website with PUBG lookup anything you buy in the PUBG store you can click creator appreciation code register your email or whatever you have to do on PUBG's website to log in and then choose a PUBG creator PUBG lookup would give credit for any purchase you make to matt yeah it's it's actually incredibly helpful um i think it's i don't know if we're supposed to to say or whatever and i don't know if it's the same for everybody but it's some it's a percentage, it's a percentage of, of, so it's no extra yeah, cost to you zero the the if you know if, if you're somebody that buys stuff in game it's no extra cost to you but the whoever you have your creator code entered for gets a little cut of each purchase and right if you get enough people in there uh, you know that actually buy something it's it does help i mean it's sure it, it every little helps. bit helps it's a really cool thing that they yeah, do every little bit helps um, so i very much appreciate it as far as them reaching out um yeah so when bots came out uh they reached out i wrote an article on pubg lookup about why i thought they released bots um two years ago it's called it's called bots in PUBG. the story so far is is the article i wrote and they read that apparently and they got in touch with me and they said uh everything you wrote was exactly right like that's why that's why we put bots in PUBG. they were like that you know they, they were like you missed a few things but like uh -huh. for, for the most part that's exactly you know is exactly right and um they i don't know if i ever told anybody this i don't know if i'm supposed to tell anybody that whatever but uh they offered me to write to write some articles you know like for pubg i think it was like for pubg.com okay um i was gonna write some articles you know based around stuff that was happening at the time right this is two years ago um where cheating was a big thing, like on console radar was a big yep. thing. ESP, then, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, and they basically contacted me and they said, you know, like, well, it, again, like, uh, you know, it was, they were like, well, you know, let's, do you want to write a few articles for us? Uh, we, we think you're kind of understanding where we're coming from and, you know, we, do you want to write some articles for us? And yeah. I, I essentially said no again. There's <laughs> uh, a theme going here. <laughs> yeah. I say, I say no to just about everything. If for there, there are kind of two mainstays. One, is it fun? If it's not fun specifically for this, then I'm not, I'm probably not going to do it. Right. And two, am I, are, it, does it, uh take away from my position in the community or do people do people think i work for PUBG now oh and I, yeah and i can't be and i yeah. can't be objective or i can't you know is my opinion is my opinion in the community diminished because people think i PUBG pays me Dude, that's a uh, great so, point man it's a great point that had uh so, yeah. do you remember um whenever 
one of the dev the community dev letters came out and then they did a PUBG did a reddit ama uh, with dave curd the creative director or not the creative mm -hmm. uh, yeah he's the creative director now creative director yeah, yeah, of PUBG. and um one of the one of the reddit questions to him that he answered was why don't you have more PUBG streamers influence stuff in the game and his answer was you know we we like the feedback from our partners in like the discord and all that kind of stuff but we were very cautious about paying a, a popular PUBG streamer for their feedback because then it's it can get kind of biased with their opinion and then like then the community loses some of the trust in that person's opinion like there's that weird line that you cross as like me ranting on my YouTube video about how I feel about the patch versus like PUBG paying me to do a patch video. You know, there's a weird like line that you kind of can't cross because once you do, then it's, oh, was he saying that because he actually feels that way? Or is he saying that because like they want him to steer that talk that way? Yeah. I, I respect I had, your decision I, on that. Well, I had a few conversations with him and I was like, look, like not everything's great. And they're real. I mean, it, I don't listeners out there if you've never talked to like people on the inside of PUBG, most have not, not. most have not. not that i know yeah not that i know many people i mean i've talked to a few a few people a few times i mean it's i don't know if people think i have some sort of relationship with PUBG or if like they talk to me all the time or if i have something some special access to anything i do not i don't know any they don't know me this is the first time anybody's ever seen my face like nobody knows you this know, is so, an exclusive uh, world premiere let's get that straight right here <laughs> yikes, yikes. <laughs> sorry sorry world um you're a very handsome individual let me just say so but they okay um, <laughs> so yeah they i said you know i not everything's peaches and cream right you know it's not going to be like if you guys want me to write something for i'm not just it's not just going to be a puff piece i mean it's going right. to be kind of whatever and they were like for sure of course like <laughs> they were like we know we're not talking to like a new york times journal like everything's right. fine like you can you know you're right whatever and i was like you know i don't know i just i don't know but, but part of me was was just like i don't i don't need I don't need the money necessarily. I don't want, I, I really wanted to just kind of stay impartial. Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't really explore it and they didn't push it with me either. I think they were probably like, this dude's a flake. He keeps saying maybe, and then I'm swiping it flies. Sorry. No, Sorry you're good, for man. The visuals out there. Uh, and so, so yeah, I didn't do it. So as far as them, you know, reach, reaching out to me or, uh, and knowing what i'm up to or, and things like that yeah kate you know so early on that was years ago um that happened uh and then recently you know andy reached out because of the stuff that we're doing with league mm -hmm. um and he said that you know the team had talked about it and it blew my mind that like they're looking at, oh, at the stuff PUBG, you do yeah but yeah PUBG, it, you know it still blows my mind today that PUBG even knows my site exists well you know, i mean you I, do just... great stuff dude it's odd like like they're you're very unique let's let's say that even like the stuff you do is very unique where else do people go for this the stats that you provide there aren't many other places if any that i know of like you're the number one place i go to yeah i i think i'm the most accessible with 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 that kind of information and especially now i mean you know i think i've been around long enough now that most probably the people on the inside know 
know about PUBG Lookup. But, yeah. Yeah, it still kind of it still kind of blew my mind um, that they he was like we had a meeting, you know, or or you know some something something along those lines. Like we had an internal meeting about what you're doing with League, and we we think it's really <laughs> cool. And I and I thought that was you know I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's um, a big deal. Like for those that don't know a corporate life, like for for a meeting to be structured around a specific topic is usually a pretty big deal. It's like all right, we got to get a bunch of heads in the room and got to get the time blocked out. Yeah. Like you know. Well, but again, I mean, they could have been talking about something else and like right before they left. No, like, no, no. This was an know, official PUBG yeah. lookup meeting. Uh -huh, they yeah. this was the hundred percent. The calendar. Yeah, that was it. They've that been was planning it. it. Yeah, they're 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 working on you know buying stock in PUBG Lookup. Yes, but... yes. When are you taking the, the company public? <laughs> oh my god! If I can stop swiping, it flies. Oh man! If somebody wants to buy PUBG Lookup, holla at your boy. There you go. It's it's for sale. It's for sale. <laughs> no, I don't know if I'd be able to give it away. I lo I like it too much. I've, I've met too many cool people. It's been too much fun to work on. Um, constant ideas. I use it myself. I mean, I play. I play PUBG multi many times a week, you know? Well, let's, let, let's, let's talk about that because it's obvious for anyone listening now is that you, this started as a passion project. It still is and will be forever a passion project. And that's one of the reasons why I like, I love your site is that like, obviously the, the idea of us both being from South Louisiana, that was like a sidebar connection. It's like, wow, are you kidding me? Like, what are the odds of that? You know, like that's very random, <laughs> right. but you know, so that, that's a piece aside. The website itself is phenomenal. I've had plenty of use personally. I've had plenty of use doing the tournaments. And then I see in the community, a lot of people talking about PUBG Lookup, PUBG Lookup. And like, I, I love to see it, you know? So like if, if you ever, if you're watching a streamer and at the top of their screen, there's a little gray background box with white numbers that shows their kills and their matches. That's 99% from PUBG Lookup. Very rarely is that from a different source, but it's a way that streamers can showcase their matches and their kills. And it's just something cool for their viewers and their community to follow, you know? It's it's super cool. And so- I need to update that. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you know, whatever. Add get some more features that I got. Get, get the UI, you know, polished a little bit would be nice, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Back to actually playing PUBG. What are yeah. your thoughts? Because you are like, I feel like you and I are two totally different players. So we can really provide two totally different perspectives on the game. Like yeah. I am, I, I definitely am not a pro player, obviously, by any means. I don't get paid to play the game. I don't pay, play esports, but I do. I play very um, competitive mindset whenever I play. Like I, I love to have a good time, but boy, do I love to win, you know? And I feel like when you and your buddy get on, like it's more or less like you enjoy the experience of like landing and looting and just chatting and, and chopping it up and whatever. So like coming from those mm -hmm. two different perspectives, what what has your thoughts been on PUBG the past couple updates since it went free to play in January? Like where is your overall mindset been with PUBG when you log in? Like what are you feeling? Oh man, uh, I hope all my I hope all my comments about not being a shill for PUBG and not accepting anything from PUBG will help here because i i think it's great i love i got no issues with where it's going but like you're saying i play i play in different ways i like the i like that they're trying out things like the tack pack and that was kind of a swing and a miss um especially on console i mean it's cumbersome i think yeah so the tack pack fine uh spotter scope 
I like what they're doing with these these other things. You know, they're kind of swing and miss all the time. I'm extra sympathetic because I know how hard it is to like appease everybody. Um, from a developer a standpoint, degree, you mean? To a degree, yeah. From a yeah, developer yeah. standpoint, they're a global company. They're dealing with who knows how many different languages. They're dealing with who knows how many different cultures. They're dealing. So I'm not, I, you know, I'm I'm a drop in the. I'm like one guy, you know, serving serving a website out. Um, but I do respect how difficult it is to put something out there like that. Um, and and I and I I like where the game's going. You know, they're trying something new. I think they make when when we have all the information, their decisions do seem more reasonable. When we don't have all the information, the decisions that come out of PUBG seem like insane and asinine. Yeah, um, that's a problem. That's a problem. So, so yeah. So I've always been. I've I, I've told them over and over and over. Why are you not communicating more? That's the only issue, PUBG. I haven't told them over and over and over because I don't really talk to you. Well, but like, I put that out in on Twitter and stuff like that. It's like, just communicate more. I think people would understand what's going on a lot more if they would just communicate. But with free to play, uh, beefing up, you know, training, uh, I think has been great the the marksmanship stuff and training i think is cool uh the new the tack pack and things like that i think are cool you know you're gonna have to evolve the game like new things are gonna have to come out you're gonna have to try new stuff yeah some stuff's some stuff's gonna hit some stuff's not gonna hit and i and i think adding you know a new five five gun or a new seven gun is is cool but it's not gonna keep it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything for the game long like super long term. Um, so I like the new stuff that they're adding, you know, putting the mortar, make, making the mortar not take up a primary weapon slot. I think they should have done that from the beginning, you know, like little, uh, so I like, I like what they're doing. I like that they're trying things. Uh, what do you, you think know, about the tack gear? Like bring in the tack gear. So I, I've been thinking about this idea with the mortar. W what if they brought tactical gear into your everyday inventory item? Like what if, you could just throw EMT bag, drone, whatever in your normal backpack, but it took up a, a hell of a lot of capacity. It took up 50 capacity like a bicycle does, like a mortar does. So you realistically couldn't hold, you know, more than one item unless you dropped everything else. Do you think that would be a, a good compromise for the, for where the tactical gear sits right now? The tactical gear in general yeah like so like no the, like the the spotter scope the emt bag yeah. the drone how like no yeah i think they should i think they you know i i think it would take balance in the utility of those individual items after it you know, like for them to switch it but i think they should switch it to where it's kind of like the reserve parachute like it takes the takes kind of the hip the hip belt you know slot interesting like okay reserve parachute slot i like that um you know it might make them overpowered i don't know how you swap guns i don't know how the usage would actually happen because like right now with the emt gear you can physically carry it you can physically carry the tackle like if you switch yep. to that weapon um so i don't know how that would change but i i i feel like having two weapons and then these extra utilities would be a cool thing to explore as opposed to taking an entire weapon slot for this specific utility yep. i don't know how you i don't know how you uh, balance that you know with the current 
like the EMT gear that would, uh, you know, obviously I think everything would be overpowered. Yeah. I think they nerfed, I think they nerfed the spotter scope hard enough to where no one's going to pick it up right now, but the, the EMT gear would probably be overpowered if it didn't take up a weapon slot. Now you've got two weapon slots and essentially instant healing. Right. That's ins- That would be, that would be brutal. So it's a constant balance. I mean, I guess this is the point that I'm trying to make is that I appreciate that they're trying to make these, they're trying to keep the structure, the the main core of the game feel alive, but they're adding new things. They have to add new things. They're going to swing and miss occasionally, probably a lot. I mean, because what you're left with the fan base is the most rabid, hardcore. Like, I care the most. Every person that still plays this game cares the most, and they're so mad when things don't go exactly right. Yeah, and they're and they're just kind of happy when things go exact. They're so mad when things go sort of wrong and they're just kind of happy when things go exactly right so right you PUBG cannot win anymore and i think they i think it's been this way for a while and they probably resigned to it a while ago so they're just going to try stuff and that's why they don't talk that's why they're not talking to anybody like dave kurt will come out and say a few things mm-hmm. for like for like two weeks he'll be active and then he's, he's gone gone, gone. Uh, where? <laughs> yeah you know but can you be mad at like what's he gonna say everyone's so mad well that's why they have community managers that that's the idea of of andy and of hawkins you know when he used to be in that role like that in cc like that's that's their and uh, steve the happy will that's like that's their thing is that well give those guys they give those guys more runway give andy give steve more runway to you, say what they need to say, and you know Give they them can't. More information. You know they know, can't. They, like, like they're so yeah, hand tied sure. about what they can for and sure. can't talk about that. You know, it's a struggle. Like that's why I've always appreciated the dev letters and the community AMAs on Reddit, because it is like your one chance to get true insight to what they're working on, why they maybe have did recent things, like you know, that they changed, why they did those changes. So. That kind of stuff, I think, does go a long way, even if the answer that they give is like, yeah, we looked at the data and we still think we made the right choice. Like the fact that they at least acknowledge like, hey, this is why we did this. I think at the end of the day, that appeases a lot more than it upsets people, you know, and it's like definitely more of that, I think, is good. (laughs) Yeah. I literally said to my wife today, babe, open community. And we're, we're just joshing back and forth. Uh, cause she asked me some question, I don't know. And I was just irritating her and I said, open communication is the best. She's like, why are you asking me that? I was like, open communication is the best. You know, the more we communicate, the better. Yeah. And it, it is, it is true. It is true. Um, okay. So, so you're happy with PUBG in its current state. Obviously I'm sure there's things you would want to change and, and would love yeah, to change, but oh, I mean, for sure, but you you're, know, you're I'm, happy I'm with in the, in the, in the specifics of PUBG, I'm a general optimist. And I think it's, you know, I think it's, I don't, I don't think they're, I'm generally not mad. The I think what PUBG does so dang well too is that it it is such an open sandbox of a game that no matter what one or two features they add or remove or change, the player choice is still there for the most part for you to enjoy the game the way you want to enjoy it. So like they added gliders and you might be the kind of player listening that never has even gotten in a glider. So you could care less, but there's the fact that they're there gives other players the opportunity to experience that the spotter scope, the fact that you might think, Oh, they nerfed it to the ground. It's terrible. 
there are some players, there's a portion of players that do not want to shoot a gun. They, if, if they could, throughout the whole match, they want to play with their friends and never have to worry about aiming and missing a shot. They want to be the spotter scope guy or girl. They want to be the EMT person. They want you. Know, they want that that cool niche role. And so, like, I think PUBG does that so well that it's such a unique experience for everyone playing. Like, if you if you play Warzone or Fortnite or anything like that, mm-hmm. so like Warzone yeah, yeah. is like run and gun. Like, there there is no other way to play that game. It's run and gun. Like, if you're not running a gun and you're in a corner hiding, and like that's it. Like Fortnite, I guess has is is probably on the other end of the spectrum where there is so much stuff you can do in Fortnite. Apex is like Call of Duty. It's a run and gun. And so like you go to PUBG and it's like you can do anything. You got this eight by eight, eight eight thousand by eight thousand uh, kilometer map that you can explore, and and your story can evolve so much from out the plane to the end game. And every match could be di- could be different if you chose it to be different and like that's what i think PUBG oh, yeah. nails and they do have to be careful with what they add that could change that and alter that and so that brings me Huge. to my next question what do you feel about them because i feel like they're on the cusp of just doing it adding revives because they they tried with the comeback arena which was mm-hmm. uh, uh like you said a hit and a miss or a swing and a miss rather on tego what, what do you think what if they that? said well, I think what that was, was them trying to be different, yet trying to appease to people wanting revives at the same time. So they, they oh, tried totally. to create their, in, in their head, this is what I think, mm-hmm. Comeback Arena was their way of adding, what if we could do Phase 9 PUBG in a, in a, in a mini Battle Royale? Like, like, you know, when you're in the final phase of PUBG and there's you and 10 people left, it's intense. It's like, oh man, like I, I gotta stay alive. I, I want to get this chicken mm-hmm. dinner. They tried to recreate that for the comeback arena. Obviously, they didn't do it. It, it didn't execute properly. But that was their idea yeah. around the comeback arena. Was let's let's create yeah, that intense I, moment. I almost can't even tell. They had to have known. I almost, I almost don't know if that's even what they were shooting for because they had to have. No, known. you don't think. Well. If you think about the scale of the comeback arena, like it's not tiny. No, I mean it's it's not tiny, and they had to have known the only game modes where you can possibly do. do is it even in duos? It yeah. is in duos. Yeah, it's duos and squads. So it's in yeah. duos and squads. The amount of like the window where you can even get into the comeback arena is one thing, and then your partner has to stay alive is another thing. Yes. So. They had to have known. I mean, like I knew this. Like you can look at game data. The on any given game, what is it? Three, maybe people that are even eligible. <laughs> you know, three. Oh, to go seven? to the comeback arena. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. It can't be more than ten. So like, it can't be more than ten. Yeah. So like max, you're gonna get, let's say, ten players in there, and then it's not a a fight. I think what happened honestly, is that they saw, that's kind of when the gulag for in Warzone was, was all the hype. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People had a lot of fun with the one on, like, you know, the arena system, like you go into the gulag and you're watching the fight, and you're throwing right. rocks and then, and then you get into a one-on-one and if you win the one-on-one, you get to come back. Get back. Yeah. I think they saw that and they were like, how do we PUBG that? Right. How do okay. we make that like a PUBG? Yep. 
because I don't, I don't see it as being, I don't see it as them intentionally trying to create like an intense, like final phase scenario. Mm-hmm. Cause you essentially drop in, you just loot and you, and you leave. You don't right? even you, have to, you can just go you, in you a just corner. Yeah. Like that's it. You can yeah, just I, do that. I've done it many times. I remember, like I remember when, uh, when it first came out and Chaco was just pissed about it, you know? And, uh, he literally laid down, like he got he got in it, and then he went AFK and like went and got some water and came back and like that was that that was the That's poster it. child then for for the comeback arena was right. Chaco laying down AFK and then coming in, back and living yeah or, or coming coming back yeah. yeah it's it's not rewarding at all and, and then you no, know you silly. you fast forward to today they have the one v one mode added to the training mode which makes mm-hmm. you wonder are they gonna try to make that the new comeback arena like incorporate yeah. that mode you know. I hope not, man. Yeah, I hope, I hope not they, too. I agree. I think they. I, well, what? So, what side of the fence are you on? Do you want a revive? Yes, it needs. Okay, the, yeah. Yes, well, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I, I put a tweet out the other day, and that was my number one thing. I was like, "You need like PUBG." In my opinion, and I understand the arguments against it, for sure. But in my opinion, PUBG needs a quality revive system. And it doesn't have to be anything special. Throw Comeback Arena all the way in the garbage. In the trash can. Put that, that, take that code and just destroy it. Like it doesn't, it it was a good, like fair effort. It was a fair fair effort. effort. Yeah, that was. It didn't, it didn't work out and that's fine. Let's, let's not try to shoehorn Comeback Arena into something. Throw that all the way in the trash. What I would prefer to see and i think there's a million different routes that could be effective and positive and good i would prefer to see a non-loot based system like everyone gets a free revive whether it's kind of like the super people one where you're they're down and you just grab and you you use the defibrillator yeah the defibrillator for you know and it's loud and it's and it's 20 seconds or something like that i'm cool with that throw something like that in there or Throw a, you have to collect the dog tags type scenario in there. And I know they're like dog tags aren't a part of the game, but you know, is there an element that is a, is a person's <clears throat> call sign or like dog tag or yeah. whatever, um, you know, pull that in. Uh, I don't, I don't think dog tags fit with the lore, but some sort of retrieve your fallen players thing yep. and, and either bring it to somewhere or hold on to it you know, like stay alive with it for a minute and a half or something. And or I don't know, you know, um, I don't have the perfect solution, but new state did something pretty cool. Super people did something pretty cool. Yep. Uh, you know, you'd have to introduce a lot of different mechanisms into the game to have something like Warzone, but it can be done. Like it needs, yeah. I, I think it just needs to be done. I think comeback arena is, almost as bad as being dead and just waiting around because <laughs> you, you could wait 10 minutes if you died in the beginning of the game you could wait 10 minutes then your teammate could die at minute nine and you waited and he played for no reason and you just like it's yeah. just... i don't know what happens if your teammate dies while you're in the actual comeback arena but oh, like... you, you could still come back like if you're in the comeback arena like surviving and then your yeah. teammate dies, they they're die. gone. And then now you're left to just yeah. come back and be by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And now, and now they're left to wait 
forever for no yeah it's such <laughs> it, does, a, it doesn't make sense like, fa- like i'm not just trying to rip on comeback arena because i don't think no it, uses it deserves it. Like, to I be immediately ripped. added stats for comeback arena like it's bad it's, it's bad. just bad yeah. throw it all the way throw In the it all trash. the way away let's try again Let, let's give and it the sandhawk treatment throw it away yeah man put put a revive put it put a decent it doesn't even have to be a complex one put a uh-uh. basic one in there just for now and like try it you know i don't know it's <laughs> worth a try so one thing bleed. i think the player base continues to bleed it, it. It, it's going to like people have to also realize that PUBG will never be 2017 PUBG un- unless they did a complete revamp a complete re-release like a big big thing it's never going to be back what it was and I- i'm okay with that however it, they do need to make it more accessible to new players, which they've been really focusing on. If you watch mm-hmm. the last like five updates, every update has had a what some people may consider a babyfying, like a, a babyfying version of PUBG. But what their goal is, how do we keep new players from running away from the game so quickly, and how do we help casual players enjoy the experience a bit more? And that's that's good. We need that that sort of thing. And one thing that this uh, upcoming battle royale rings of battle is going to try to do is i uh, just got a chance to talk with josh he was the other guest in the podcast and he talked about his revive system and rings of battle and what it's going to do is they're going to have like a um a, are you familiar with dragon ball z at all no no okay god um so in dragon ball z there is this like a stasis chamber that uh, the, the Saiyans get in and they have a little breathable mask on and they basically rejuvenate their health. Like they they get reborn inside of this chamber. And so he's going to have a reborn chamber that your players recreated in. But your teammate, your teammate has to get your um your dog tag or whatever from your body, make it to one of these stations and and start that long process of doing that. And these stations are going to be in uh, uh, one of their secret bunkers. And there's a limited number of secret bunkers. So that's not like it's everywhere. And you have to fight your way into this bunker and defeat these strong AI bots that are going to be guarding it. And then other players could be infiltrating behind you to, you know, to trap you inside there and kill you. So it's a very risk reward type of mechanic. And I feel like, it's such an obvious thing to for PUBG to try and add a risk reward because comeback BR is no risk reward. You die and you're automatically put into the comeback arena if your teammate survives 10 minutes. And then you just sit there and do nothing like Chaco did and you're brought back. But if there was a dog tag or a, a defib system, there's some kind of risk reward where do I have yeah. 30 seconds to sit here and do this without getting pushed by this team? Like, can I take this dog tag and make it safely to whatever and go do it? And yeah, like, well, well, the thing, so like, you know, rings of battle gets to, has the added benefit of not existing yet. So they yes. can come up with anything they want. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. But PUBG, you know, so, dog tags don't make sense in the PUBG universe. Sure. Okay. Like, as far as we know, these aren't like, these aren't actual military people. These aren't people that would actually have dog tags. No, the, the, these are, are that people are that have been in. like basically stolen away and thrown into this battlegrounds. Right. That's like the lore behind so, it. So like having a dog tag is, doesn't make sense. Sure. And there's okay. no concept of like a, 
like a unique identifier, like a like a like a patch that's a QR code in person. the back of their neck or something. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like agent agent forty seven zero or whatever, yeah. forty seven. Um, yeah. So they would have to come up with a dog tag mechanism that isn't a dog tag. Right. And then they would have to come up with like a new special building, like the rejuvenation or the rebuild the capsule, like in Rings of Battle. Yeah. PUBG would have to come up with a new thing that somehow fits in their lore for that. So the, uh, they're at the disadvantage of like having established lore where they mm -hmm. can't just be like, we have dog tags. Yeah. You know, they can't. Well, they so, could just take the self AED and just yeah, change it to a defib, and it already does the mechanic. It already does the and it does all the stuff. I don't know who would be pissed about that. I don't know who would be pissed about. I that. can show it you comments like of who would be pissed about it, but it, they're pissed sure for reasons they that they don't like know. Every, it, well, I'm sure I'm. You know, they're like, like the game's hardcore. Pitchforks, yeah. They're, when you <laughs> die, you die. Right, right, you know? exactly. Like, that's that's fine. Like I understand, I understand that argument and difference of opinion. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, I think they should just throw in the most simplistic, just throw in a long, a long and loud defib. Yep. Just try that out. Try the, it the out. Progr the programming in that is almost in the game already. It is. You got the self AD. Yep. You got like, just throw in some animation you know i'm not trying to minimize uh, the worst thing you can do is just minimize it's like it's got to be easy just do it yeah. nothing's easy but you know d don't do this big elaborate like the comeback arena how much time how elaborate god is that? Like, how, much, how, how many meetings did they have about comeback arena before they even yeah, started it and yeah it's this whole and it's this whole thing and they have to figure out all the different parameters yep and it's like no nah, man give everybody like one revive I don't know. Just make so, it easy. Just make it I'm simple. open to anything at this point. Throw a revive in there. Just yeah. make it simple and throw a revive in there. If you want to make it complex, it's the same thing as we were talking about as the league before. It's like once it's too complex, everyone's mad. No one understands it. Yep. Just make it easy. Make it easy. Give people a chance to stay in the game. You know? I agree. 100%. Um, what about like your, what's, because I know you're a very casual player. What's the thing you like least? about PUBG when you and your buddy play in duos like what's like what do you experience something that's like god i can't believe this is still like this or i really wish this was different do you have anything like that i still get kind of annoyed with the movement like the uh I was literally gonna say movement yes movement uh <clears throat> um so many times i'll get real annoyed with like trying to get out of a car and ads real quick yep on controller is still like an absolute nightmare uh I would say it's mostly movement stuff that drives me insane. Um, and then just please, just please give me a backpack. At the just start? Please. Or maybe not necessarily at the start, but like just make them plentiful. Like I'm, I'm so tired. Of, <laughs> I'm so tired of looking for backpacks. Yeah. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a, I never hear anybody complain about backpacks. I'm like the only one, I guess. It's just but loot in general is not very plentiful heels, on most maps. Sandhawk, yeah, they're I, everywhere. Tago, they're everywhere. But like Miramar, Erangel, Vikindi. Hey, Vikindi, I guess a little bit. But like it, it's it is frustrating when yeah, a quarter not, of your game is I, looking for stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have like huge major complaints. Honestly, um, I would like better ping. Well, you're in also general, in a but, different region too. I know, like, I'm playing in yeah, like Australia, so yeah. like I can't. 
But what about uh, red zones? Have... Do you think red zones belong in the game? No, but they also don't bother me like the internet seems to be bothered by them. I don't I think they're pointless. I don't like I don't like things that are just unlucky that ruin your game. Yeah. Uh I don't I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of just taking skill out of it. Um I think I understand the argument for like, you know, it adds a different dynamic and like you have to be aware of your surroundings and you better get inside and you have to have, you know, positional awareness something like that. But it doesn't, for me, it doesn't play that way. It just plays as annoying. Yep. Um, and it plays as just like a random way to waste all of your time. Like you looted this long and now you're, you know, you're, uh, you're, you're getting into position and you just get your, you and your buddy are on a buggy and you just get smoked for no reason. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I don't think red zones exist. Do I hate them? Like everybody else does. Not really. It's like an annoyance more than a, I, I would say it, it was an annoyance for me until they came out with Karakin. <clears throat> you remember Karakin has the black zone? Yeah. Oh, there's the puppy. Hey, buddy. There he is. Hey, buddy. So Karakin had the black zone where it was this meteor, or not meteor, but rocket strike that would demolish a certain number of buildings. Yeah. It's and like you reverse could... red zone. You had to like get out of the building. Yes. And, but you could also physically see the rocket so you could dodge, potentially dodge them. And it was like, it was an interactable thing happening well, yeah, in the game. You knew, you knew they were going to hit, you know, it would circle buildings and yes. you knew they were going to hit the buildings. Yes. It wasn't like you're running through a field. And, and it could be anything. A rando. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when that map came out, that made me hate the red zones because then I saw, oh, they, they could do it like this on every map, but they choose to keep this... Like you said, random RNG mechanic that, you know, can could just kill you if it wants to, or it doesn't kill you if it like it could directly impact your character player model and you take zero damage, or it can impact your player model and you're dead for no reason. Like you know that those kind of things I cannot stand. And so once they showed me that they could do it the other way, I'm like, all right, that's it, get it out of here. Like yeah. get, get the red and zone out of here. You know, they can do it any way they want. Like I remember when they introduced flare guns and I thought that was really cool. And then everybody hated it because it just, it, it there were like a hundred planes. Oh yeah. So, but they, they limited that. Like they reduced the, they how many you can yeah. shoot and so, stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just like a constant balance. Yeah. The, the, I, I generally don't, it's, it's like kind of silly to say, cause I know this game is so much RNG, like it really is. But to me, it feels like the game is heavily RNG at the at the very beginning of the game sure and then it's and then it's skill like after that like where you land are you kind of find stuff immediately like in the first three four minutes of the game is a circle near you that kind of stuff yeah but then everything after that is skill for the most part i think where you know your rotations really matter that's that's skill and and you know just game knowledge yeah uh, yep which guns to have, which, which attachments to have, what utility to carry, uh, you know, where, which compounds to crash, not crash, where to rotate. That's all game knowledge. That's all long-term, uh, you know, hand-eye coordination, movement, communication, all that stuff. And then you just get smoked by a red zone. <laughs> so annoying. What's the point? What is that? Why? Why is it? Like, and it, uh, like what's who's 
I just don't I don't I don't understand PUBG's reluctance to just turn it off. Yeah, really the, you can know there, there's a couple of people. It's been for years. Yeah, since the game's been out, no one's liked it. No one. The, no one said no yeah, one's been I mean, like, oh yeah, like the red zone. Green, yeah, I remember Brandon Green, like cheeky, was like uh, only really skilled players can dodge the red That's zone. Been the like, just, being, just being like funny. That's been the meme. <clears throat> only yeah, only like terrible players die to the red and zone. They just left it and part of me like you know what i do for a living is like branding we do a lot of branding we do a lot of so like, part of me is that like the red zone is part of like the PUBG brand now like even if people hate it it's don't say that because the they're never going to take it out don't say that if they haven't taken it out now like, dave curd said in the last reddit ama like six months ago when i did the review on it he said should i should i just remove the red zones now and like everyone was like, yes, yes, yeah, I, I, it's exactly, yes. yeah, like what the heck are we doing here? Why is this not removed yet, you know? Like, don't even replace it with anything. That's fine if you don't want to develop the new thing. Just delete it. Get it gone. Like, it doesn't serve any purpose, man. No. Oh, it's so frustrating. Um, yeah, I really don't understand. I really don't understand why that's in there. But I don't know. I've died to the red zone so few times, in all honesty. I mean, it's silly and it's frustrating to uh, I'm gonna say this. I laugh if I die to the red zone, like, because we don't take the game real serious. I mean, we have fun with it. It depends I when you die. When I die to the red zone. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't, I don't rage. I don't have a whole lot of rage. You and me, your buddy so, like, are I, just cruising early yeah, game, man, <laughs> like whatever. Like, boom, we're dead. But like, yeah, it's phase oh, six. Yeah, yeah. You survive. You've got like whatever, fifteen kills between you and your teammate. You're about to like, oh, we might actually win this game. And a random oh, mechanic a just kills. It it's just like, yeah. oh, what the heck, man? To, yeah, I'm going, going to bed. bed. After that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm done. Oh man, for sure. So that my my next question for you is, if you could be uh, the PUBG like CEO, the, if you could be the creative director for a year, what would what would you like go for? What would you be like? All right, I want to try and implement this. Is there anything that you would like li really like to see in PUBG? Oh man yeah oh uh, for me um all right this is me personally i know this isn't kind of like no like not all this goes over well for uh the community but man drop a bunch of these maps drop some maps okay drop some cues we need we need to get drop maps drop cues let's get more humans in more cues. it's just so spread out it's just so spread out, dude. And like working on working on from a stats level, mm -hmm. when you've got, you know, on console, you've got three Qs in ranked, you've got six Qs non-ranked. I mean, you've got nine Qs. You're just fragmenting the player base and everyone in general, most people like I'm not, but like most people are mad at bots. They don't want to play against bots. Right. I totally understand right. that like reduce cues dude just reduce cues how though okay I, so if i give you the keys to PUBG, you for sacrifice you gotta sacrifice a who do you sacrifice are you you gonna say you're gonna cut the most popular tpp on con uh, on console no, i think no, in I general think, tpp is the most played right yeah it is or, or i don't know if on it pc is. if it's fpp so more i play i play tpp exclusively but i play in fpp like right yeah fpp mode TPP but in you, fpp but the queue is faster for tpp yeah yeah i don't know uh 
I would I would have to I would figure out a way to cut some cues. Do I have the answer for that right now? I don't know. You probably have to cut a perspective, which I don't know if is feasible for the for Oof. the for them from a business yeah. perspective. Um but cut potentially cut a perspective, cut some cues out, man. I would personally, I know this I, maybe some people are super into ranked still. I would cut ranked out entirely. I would uh I would figure out a way to have new players play against a lot of bots and existing players play against no bots. There would be there would be a clear distinction of I'm playing against bots and now no more bots at all. Right. And if a game has to start with 80 players and no bots, so be it. Yes. Like it doesn't hit 100. Yes. And it's just 80 humans, so be it. So I would I would get rid of ranked. I would still have bots, but only for specific scenarios. Uh, I would allow bots in custom game modes. So like me and my buddy who just want to have fun and win, we can do a custom game mode against all bots and win every game. Like we would play that. We would probably play that. Um, and so reduce queues, all humans, bots for early players. Those would be the things I'd probably focus on. Okay. Re- re- uh, revival, revival mechanism. Those are probably the things I'd focus on. I think they just spread it way too thin, you know. They, but what an impossible position to be in. You know, they started. What do you do? Ragtag team. Yeah, yeah. I think they. I think they made some pretty good decisions along the way. Like honest, honestly, you know, I don't. I'm not hard on PUBG. I think. I think PUBG did a pretty good job. Well, look at where they're at. Yeah, they they must have done a good job. Game in the world, right? Overnight. There's some. I could probably pull up Wikipedia right now. It's like. It's the fifth most popular game in the history of video games or something right. like that. I mean, it's, a, you know, they, they killed it. They killed it. They killed it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think they made a ton of, ton of great decisions. I'm, I'm in, like I was saying, I'm in general optimistic about PUBG. If I was, I if agree. I was running the show, I would, I would do the things that I think North America, you know, still consistently wants or like Western, like English, English speaking, um, audience generally wants you know more more military based uh reduce the chance that you're playing against bots um for most people i'd say take ranked out of it and add a leaderboard a you know a casual leaderboard system like pubglookup.com <clears throat> yeah man just take, <laughs> take take what i'm doing yeah. uh, you know maybe maybe that'll work buy it's the website from this man yeah but please <laughs> please, please uh I have, dude. I want to. Mm. There are some other sites that I want to build. So I, I, I had one called a <laughs> winner, winner chicken printer. Wait, and, what? <laughs> yeah. What and is that about? Could, uh, yeah. the The idea was that you would be able to buy like a big. Uh, man, I wonder if I have those samples somewhere. I might be able to find them. But you'd be able to buy a big, like eight and a half by eleven print or no, that's a small one, uh, like a big 17 by 11 or something like that print of the map, your movements, your kills, the circles, and then stats at the bottom. That Whoa. You can, like, frame or something. That's cool, you dude. Dang. You would have a whole <laughs> website for that? Yeah, yeah. So you would be able to, come on, where are these? I printed some out a while back. I don't know if I'll be able to find them. Um, but yeah, a website so you could go on and, and you would enter your 
PUBG name and then you could find the game and it would show you the print and then you could right. like, buy a print. Dang, that's actually a cool idea, man. I, I would print yeah. one of those, like my top game or something. That'd be cool. I know, man. I think a lot of people, like, you know, people that are getting 20 bombs or something would mm -hmm. probably, probably print some out. But I bought that I bought that domain forever ago and then I never never built it. I got pretty close. That's the other thing with PUBG logo. I don't know how many features I have that I, like, built and, like, don't. Like, bingo, for example, is built right now. Like, you could, I think you could access a bingo card right now. Well, okay, so me and uh Blitz5 did bingo um a few months ago whenever we did like a duo stream on console and PC. I don't remember if, if he was using your website or not cuz he was running the he wasn't. Okay. No, so, this how, is bingo's a new bingo's a new thing. How can I get to your um, bingo? Like just if I lo I'm logged in, I'm on my username. Well, I'll, all right, so I'll say for the people listening. So, if you're logged in, you're on your username. Can you see the URL? And it says like account slash. Yep. Do a do account slash bingo. Account slash bingo. B i n g o. Community bingo cards. Do you see any there? Uh, I see bingo beta o four o three o two. Yeah. Can you? So like if click I click on, on like and like, uh, and like join it beta two, view um, server error five hundred. No, there you go. It's broken. It, it says winner it. Choco Taco. How is he winning my dang games? <laughs> so I, so when I'm testing, I always use like Choco as a test. Yeah, like uh, a placeholder. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I added him. So his his. So what what I want to do with Bingo is uh it's a bingo card and it will mm -hmm. automatically process you know did you get horizontal vertical right. diagonal bingo uh or four corners uh, and it's and like it different things to do in the game like get a kill with x yeah. or do this thing yeah, okay so, yeah so right now they're kind of basic ones that i've that i've built out but like i'm just reading off of this one uh destroy a vehicle attack with the car 98 loot a care package go swimming one uh roadkill get five kills equip a pan use a bat use a bandage use a yeah. kit like, like so player challenges those. like little cool things to do while you're playing the game yeah exactly yeah. so then you can go through and it'll automatically track all of your games and mm -hmm. you can go and see how many squares you got and if you got bingo um so yeah that, i love that idea that, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to release that one pretty soon. I was building that the same time I was building the league. And I finished Bingo first and then didn't feel like announcing it. <laughs> well, when you do get so it done, you the league instead. send it to me yeah. and I will for sure be using this while while I play. I know a lot of other people do will too. If you stream it like multiple hours at a, at a time it gives you something fun to go and do because you only have like five player missions to do per day or something and that's it you know yeah and that's essentially why i did is i saw you guys doing that um you guys are streaming doing it and i was like i can automate that oh you, you got that from when me and blitz were uh were playing that yeah yeah oh yeah, that's yeah. awesome I man even, <laughs> i even saved i think i yeah i still have it saved blitz's PUBG bingo you had like an that's image awesome <laughs> there you but go it's like 
some some of the stuff like I can't do like <laughs> so on his he has C Dome Xbox Crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's so right. like I can't yeah, I can't track those. <laughs> yeah. Some of the in game stuff, yeah, I can keep an eye on. That's cool. Shout out Boots Five, man. Shout out. All right, that's awesome. Okay. Um all right, what else, man? Is there any, anything else we should we should be talking? I feel like we went over so much, right? About two almost three hours, two and a half, three hours. Yeah, shoot. I know. I feel like we talked about <clears throat> everything but PUBG and then PUBG for for the spicy bit. No, I think uh, we talked about just enough, man. We got uh PUBG look up in there. So that PUBG look up, if you haven't gathered it, it should be your one stop shop for any PUBG like stat tracking and game uh stats and weapon stats and player progression stats, all kinds of stuff go check out the website it is free to use and uh if you uh pay like uh or not pay if you is it if you donate then you get ad free how, how does that work yeah so <clears throat> uh thank you to anybody anybody listening everybody that's ever used pubg lookup one i just want to say i really 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 appreciate everybody that's ever used it it's been an absolute blast to talk to everybody i have so many people reach out to me on twitter and on email um that and and in discord and stuff everybody is so wonderful this community is is really really cool um but yeah so pubglookup.com you i i want to say sorry about ads everybody i despise ads i know they're an abomination uh it's the only way i can have this not cost me money is to keep ads on there um but like cedo was saying you can pay uh, $4 and ads will be removed forever. So for the lifetime of PUBG lookup existing, you will never see ads again. Pay $4 once. Uh, if you donate any, anything ever, uh, any amount, uh, $4 or more, I'll remove ads for you as well. And then a lot of times if somebody reports a bug to me or, uh, comments with something helpful to me, I'll remove ads for them. Uh, I hate ads. I, I wish, I wish they weren't like a necessary evil for this specifically. Um, but yeah, thank you to anyone who's ever used PUBG lookup and to anybody new that's listening that has never, has never been there. I'm, uh, I'm an open book. Please message me on Twitter. You know, if you got any ideas or if you want to know why something works a specific way, or if you, something you wish I had that I don't have, I'll let you know if it's possible. Uh, I love talking to people. Um, and I'm, and I'm super grateful for anybody that's ever, you know, pitched in. I have so many people that have supported this project over the years. I mean, I've been doing it for, it feels like four years now. And, uh, yeah. I, it's, it, it just blows my mind that so many people are, are so invested in it and so kind about it. Um, in, it has been a, a, po a wildly positive experience compared to, you know, what, what some people might think or what some people might think of the of the vocal rowdy PUBG user base and so, the vocal minority the, <clears throat> yeah. yeah the absolute vocal minority it's absolutely the minority yeah uh, the the pub the the consistent PUBG user base is just fantastic people that I've I've interacted with at least so I agree yeah, I appreciate everybody agree. using it um, but yeah you can remove ads for four dollars you can support uh, me with donations with a credit card or on PayPal, um, or you accept in cryptocurrency. Yeah, I'll take crypto. I've never gotten a crypto donation, but, uh, hit me up if you want to send me some crypto. There you go. You can be the gone. first. Now that, 
yeah, now that it's all going in the dirt, yep. you know, it's not worth anything. It's not worth anything. So just, just send, send it, it to them. Just send it, just send it my way. Nobody needs it. All right. So you heard it there, guys. Uh, your number one stop shop for personal stats, team stats, league stats, tournament stats at pubglookup.com. So go check out his website. Uh, can you tell us again what all your social medias or contact methods are? So you got Twitter, you're at PUBG Lookup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On yeah, Twitter, uh, Twitter PUBG Lookup, okay. uh, Twitch PUBG Lookup. Like I can get messages and stuff on there. I don't stream or anything. Um, and then you can email, you know, there's contact pages on the website, but you can email support at pubglookup.com. That's the primary one that I'll answer uh, all the time. But there's, you know, tournaments, privacy, there's, there's all the other ones too. They all got, kind of go to the same spot. Uh, and it is just me. So be a little patient with me, but Twitter is probably the easiest one. I checked that on my phone. I kind of flipped through that quite a bit. Um, Twitter and email. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I answer, I answer everybody. I can, if you, if you message me any level of reasonable and you're not rude, I'll, I'll hit you back for sure. Do you have a discord or no? I do have a Discord. I, I'm not on Discord very often. I have a Discord channel. It's the PUBG Lookup Discord channel. Okay. Um, you can jump into that, and then I'm PUBG Lookup on Discord as well. Five five two eight are the numbers after that. So um, I'll have a link to all that kind of stuff down below. Uh, if you're listening or, or watching on YouTube, um, just head to the description. We'll have a link to his Twitter. Um, I'll put a link to his Discord and um, and a link obviously to his website so you can go check all that. So easy peasy, get down to the description and that'll be uh, where you can find all that stuff, all right? All right, um, let's wrap it up, Matt. What'd you say? Yeah, man. This, right. uh, this is awesome. <laughs> this is a blast, man. Who, 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 knew, who knew we'd uh, be on here for three hours talking hey, shop? Hey, man, that's, that's how it goes. Uh, I, I honestly had a blast talking to you. Uh, obviously getting to know you a little bit more. We've only chat like through dms and stuff over the past couple of years is pretty crazy honestly that we haven't like played games together or just like just chat yeah, about yeah. whatever it's it's kind of kind of wild but uh thank for you sure. for all that you do man seriously you helped out a bunch in the early days on the console tournaments i use your website literally all the time during the stream uh, it's a great resource for me to look up like do i think this person's cheating like i pull up their stats i'm like you know like i, like I do it all the time man so so thank yeah. you thank you for what you do i appreciate it i'm sure the viewers and listeners also appreciate it uh and keep it up man any changes you make let us know when you want to come back onto the show of course i'd love to have you and we'll talk about whatever new features you got okay for sure man i, I love talking about it uh be more than happy to be on all the time and yeah it's wild i was i was telling my girlfriend uh you know was, I, I consider him a buddy of mine but we've never even talked so i don't know i don't know how it's gonna go <laughs> just gonna, we're just gonna see how it goes but yeah no it's been an absolute pleasure man i'll talk PUBG anytime uh i'll talk PUBG look up anytime be more than happy to jump on and uh we got to catch some games pretty soon i i got my uh got my system up and running you're gonna have to get back on consoles so get the sticks ready that's never gonna happen so listen <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I have my my ogs so when blitz and i played like whatever how many months ago that was i grabbed my original xbox day one edition xbox and plugged it hey. in that's all that i had i sold my xbox one x all that's gone so I, no. I I will not unless you're on PC. <laughs> I will not be getting on PUBG with you. <laughs> All right. Well, I need some donations to roll in so I can, I can have <laughs> somebody go. build me a PC and then I'll get on. Let's there. get this man a PC. <laughs> and we'll get some games in. All right, yeah, Matt. Dude, sure. Thanks again so much, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, viewers, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you did, of course, leave a like on the video. 
share it with a buddy, get subscribed uh, to the new YouTube channel, The Dome Show. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, please give it a like or a five-star review or whatever they do there to let us know uh, how we're doing. It means a lot. And I look forward to uh, having you guys next time. Take care. Peace.